0: What's up, guys? And welcome back to <laughs> Kind of Funny's Karate Kid Universe in review. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the producer slash seducer Nick Scarpino.
1: I'm so glad we're doing this. I'm so glad we're watching this. Tim, mm-hmm. you are a prince and an angel for allowing us to do this. And when I fi- what did I say? When I finished the other night, what did I text you? I said, this is the greatest thing that hu- the human species has accomplished up until this point. Yeah. And I can't wait to talk about it with you guys.
0: I love that so much because we also have, of course, the man that broke a stick in the woods with the karate chop when he was nine, Josh Macuga, who immediately when he finished the show so fast, texted me and Nick, <laughs> and I was like, "Wait, don't spoil it for Nick; he's not done yet." So I called Macuga, and we talked on the phone like giddy schoolgirls, yep. just so stoked about everything that transpired Dude, in this. I got
2: this off. I got off the phone for with the you, show. and Amanda was like, "Who was that?" And I was like, "It was
0: Tim. Yeah. We love Cobra <laughs> So yeah. is Gia. She was like, yeah. "You, you said I love you way too many times."
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, Except here's a question here, for, for you two guys: uh, mm-hmm. Did you watch this with your significant others in the room and/or watching it with you? Oh yeah. Okay,
2: so Amanda had like I, it was on for certain episodes during the entire series, right? Like she's seen sporadic episodes of Cobra Kai, but for like the last four episodes of season three, she was like. Where are the police? Like, oh, <laughs>
0: I, love I love My it. I love it so much. I, I saw I saw a meme that was like uh, the script for Cobra Kai season three. And it was like a stack of papers like that big. And it was like the script for, the script for Cobra Kai season three if the cops came ever. And it was like three sheets of paper. Yeah. <laughs> but real quick, I want
3: to say we got the big dog, Kevin Coelho. This is such a good show. Thank you so much, Tim, for bringing this into our world. God, I love, I love it. That, I, I can't believe There's how nothing. it ended. I can't I, I believe condemn. how season three oh. ended. I can't believe I how know. season f- uh, two All ended. All the seasons ended. All seasons. Oh, my God. No, yeah. season one, I was like, oh, whoa, interesting. Chris. Good resolution. Good resolution.
1: Here's my thing. If we really I, yeah, I want to give Chris. credit where credit is due, we have to give credit to Andy Cortez's YouTube Prime account, YouTube Red account, which I stole and watched the very first season of Cobra Kai on, and then watched a bunch of crazy videos so that his referral algorithm will be all out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, so so Andy, Andy, I it still you. hasn't
0: repaired itself. Yeah, no, the it rifle, Andy Cortez joins us as well.
1: Hey everybody.
4: I, I did this bit earlier, uh, but look, I'm eating sushi i'm eating sushi everybody we did we did it (laughs) earlier it was funnier you You should have been (laughs) i don't like the sushi but i'll take a photo because i for this girl that i
0: like (laughs) 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 this is kind of funny in review each and every week on youtube.com slash kind of funny we do two different franchises in review next week thanks to your support we are starting two brand new franchises edgar wright and john wick john could wick. not be more excited for either of these let's go uh, and speaking of your support this whole month in january any new dollar we get on patreon.com slash kind of funny or kind of funny games goes towards our big annual kind of funny day goals and all the things that we're doing a whole bunch of new interview series were announced and we've already hit the goals for them ninja turtles included kev how excited are you for that one
3: my god i can't wait there's so many good movies <laughs> and bad ones it's gonna be fun Gosh. uh but we got a whole bunch
0: of fun stuff going on what's up makuga
2: well, listen. You, you, the, the one of the greatest crossover franchises that nobody talks about is the uh, the amount of mentions of Bad Boys Two in Hot Fuzz. Okay, like, really? That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true.
3: But it's it's not that, like a crossover, true. right? Then no. It's, don't they also just make in their his their world?
1: But it's it's Point Break also. I was gonna it's say they make break. an amazing Point Break reference. was like, if you ever fired break. your gun into the air and gone Oh! Yeah. <laughs> But I that just wait. goes to really Brits.
2: validate the perfection that is Bad Boys 2 is how much it's they love W's Bad Boys about. 2 in Hot Fuzz. Now, the other one, which I think is a really good idea that has yet to be been started by me, but maybe through Kind of Funny, we can start a small business called Big Wick Energy. And it's just candles that smell like gunpowder from yes. John Wick, basically. Oh, I think you are yes. say candles
1: that smell like Keanu Reeves. I would buy that. Oh, that, too. Uh, Whatever. I don't we could know have multiple. like.
2: Yeah, we got to smell go. Keanu okay. Reeves gotta smell good
4: i was gonna I say what, so, what i was gonna interject with is Makugi, you keep pushing this uh this, this sort of bad guys uh, bad boys 2 propaganda on us yeah. and just keep in mind we almost canceled the whole interview franchise
1: because of bad boys <laughs> they did not like it they did mind. not like bad up. boys if you remember until I remember bad boys 3
2: okay i remember it still hurts me to this day <laughs> <laughs> greg miller and i still have a beef even if he doesn't think it's a beef, I'm still <laughs> very upset about it.
1: Well, we can all agree Greg, Greg has bad takes on everything. But we also <laughs> can agree that every no movie franchise is worth its salt actually uh, gets good until the third movie. So let's just put it that way, right? <laughs> okay. With the exception, of course, of Karate Kid, which peaked with the first movie, went downhill. But then after the third movie, actually, no, I just proved my theory. No. After the third movie, what do we get, Tim? Hillary we get, Swank. We don't talk about Hillary oh. Swank. No. We don't okay. talk about <laughs> Man. But we, we get with Cobra 10. Kai, and then we Cobra Kai Cobra goes, goes back to exactly. exactly. Tim, <laughs>
3: we're really we be... talking about Cobra Kai. What's up, Kevin? I just have some beef with you. Like, why did we watch the Hillary Swank movie? I have yet to see a reference in okay. any of it. Um, Just wait, wait, bro. What do you mean, just
0: wait? No, 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 just spoilers abound for everything. Like, this is Karate Kid. Gloves are off. Fingerless gloves are on. It it is just, (laughs) you you do not watch this episode of Interview until you've watched all of uh, Cobra Kai. You are doing a disservice to yourself. Uh, But, Kev, the reason is, I hadn't seen season three yet. I didn't know. But the creators of the show have said it's canon.
3: That's why oh, we're doing it. That's why I'm telling you
1: it. right now, they have a hundred percent reached out to Hillary Swank. 100%. She's a real
3: actor though. Like she's busy. She's yes. doing okay.
1: but I will remind you that Elizabeth Shue, correct me if I'm wrong, is an Academy Award nominated actress right.
3: that is that's in correct. this series. I mean, that's so way like, less than an Academy Award winning Hillary Swank. I mean, it's way you more than have have any any of us dumb
1: shits have.
4: Guys, Look, I'd she was milk. They- she was the milk mommy in the boys. All right, that's that all true. you need to know. God, that's let me fair. tell you something um, real no, quick. Like just t- before,
2: we just quick, quick little Go tidbit is luckily enough, uh, we were able to interview the creators, executive producers, even Machio. The only one we didn't get in was Billy Zabka on Collider Live a couple of years ago. And one of the first questions I asked was, "When will we see Hillary Swank?" And they said, "We've reached out to Hillary Swank a bunch of times, and it has never been said no to us."
1: Okay. No. So now, that's not a thing. yes, but, Here, but it's also not a no. So they reached out to Hillary Swank probably when I'll, I'll say this: the first two seasons in Tim, correct? My phone, I'm, I'm wrong. Were YouTube Red shows, right?
2: Yeah. Premium, whatever so, you want to call it. Yeah. Premium,
1: whatever it was. So I have to imagine that your bargaining power, or at least the allure of being on a YouTube Premium series. Not quite as good as being on one of the most viewed shows on Netflix right now, Period. which is what let Cobra me, Kai is.
0: Let me get into all of the rigmarole. I forgot what I've even said so far, but you get it. Patreon.com slash kindoffunny. YouTube.com slash kindoffunny. Podcast services. Search for kind of funny reviews. We'll be right there for you. Uh Today we're brought to you by Gabby and Green Chef, but I'll get to that later. Let's get right into it. We're talking about Cobra Kai seasons one, two, and three. What a surprise! They dropped season three a week earlier than expected. So, we're trying to do all of it in one to because, like, we just got to keep the hype. And if I'm being honest, I didn't trust Nick Scarpino to not spoil uh, season three by mixing everything up. I love you, smart call, you know what I mean? Here we are. Here we are. Uh, Season one was released on May 2nd, 2018 on YouTube Red. Season two, April 24th, 2019 on YouTube Premium when it changed names. Then it got sold to Netflix because YouTube was like, we're not making original content anymore because that's not working. Uh, But it worked on Netflix. On August 29th, seasons one and two both came to Netflix with the announcement of season three and four in the works. And they were a mega hit, making it some of Netflix's most popular Netflix contents that they have. And... If you've seen all the tweets and stuff over the last week, season three is also proving to be a major hit, which is extremely exciting to me. Uh, created by Josh Heald, who wrote Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, you need a little drink of so water there. Sense. Need a little that drink of water so there, sense. Tim. What's going on? Uh, there's a lot. Yeah, it's, well, yeah, it's course it's a lot.
2: Coors Banquet beer is heavy. It's a heavy beer. You think it's okay. going to be good? It's not. Is
0: it? No, it's not good. I don't know what it's, it's heavy, but it's not good. Josh, I've, <laughs> never, I've
1: never held a Coors in my life and thought it's going to be good. Never. Yeah. Well...
0: <laughs> I and mean, John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg co-wrote the Harold and Kumar movies, co-directed the second Harold and Kumar movie, and co-wrote and directed American Reunion. All of this is starting to make a lot of sense. A lot of oh, yeah. yes.
1: <laughs> now wait, before we move on, where do we all come down on Hot Tub Time Machine being the greatest film of all time? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. It's a solid 7.8 out of 10. Maybe I an 8 g- out of 10. I'd give it a 6.5. A, a good six and, and a half, though. I'm done. It's good. I, it's good. I need to Damn rewatch it.
4: it. Oh, Nick's gone. Jesus Christ! He broke the, the camera, overlay. Yeah. He broke the. <laughs> he could just. He right. could just turn off the camera instead of leaving completely. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, coming. I bought this camera. I know it's been a tough time. It um, still
3: moves. It uh, still moves. Uh,
4: one thing I will say about like just season one, just a quick kind of uh, little hit. Like obviously, when we're talking about Cobra Kai as a, as a series, we've mentioned before. I don't think it's superbly acted or beautifully directed, <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: Wait, Andy. I, I think that's clear.
1: Time, time out. Just time out. <laughs> That was so well put, Andy. That was so well put. I don't think it's superbly acted or directed.
2: Roger hey, Robin Ebert. <laughs> or, the, or the production Take it design. Easy over there. That Listen, the only one actually acting in the show is Billy Zabka. Everybody else is just doing some weird care, but it works. Yeah, oh, it I works. You so no, much.
4: no, totally, totally. It's like where I'm going. with But I will say one thing that I will say that I actually legitimately think is good is there are. Really funny written jokes in this show. Like yeah. clever, funny jokes that where you're not l- just laughing because it's like dumb. It's like, oh, yeah, that's something that you could, w- that would be said in a, <laughs> like a Phil good, Lord, no <laughs> uh, in a Phil Lord type movie, yeah. you know? Like uh, it, there are really good lines of dialogue that are actually funny. So you mentioning, Tim, that uh that they co-wrote you know harold and kumar and stuff like oh okay that that kind of makes sense there's some good humor in here but i also want to say
3: that there's a lot of things that they touch back to from like the second movie out of nowhere and you're like whoa they've structured this so that's a fundamental thing in this season of the thing or the third and you're like what this is brilliant these guys really give a fuck Good on they them. know,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they really something do. I, I appreciated so much about the Karate Kid franchise as a whole is their commitment to flashbacks. Like we've talked about this yeah. the last couple of weeks, really but commit. you know, we watched we watched Karate Kid one, and like I'm surprised that somehow they didn't find a way to do a flashback. But then in Karate Kid 2, the movie starts with five minutes of Karate Kid 1. And then Karate Kid yeah. 3, very similar situation with very little of Karate Kid 2 <laughs> being featured at all because it was irrelevant for the most part uh, to the, the plot. But then now we get karate, or Cobra Kai and oh my god, I'll be damned if by the end of this show, all four Karate Kid movies aren't just fully featured. Yeah, in, you're, you've seen them. You've seen, the, you don't even the need episodes. to watch the
1: movies. You've seen them all at this point. Yep. And, but, but see, that speaks to the volume of how big of fans these guys are. And, you know, I heard, Ralph. Well, I, I, I watched an interview after, um, after I finished season three, uh, on a show called After Party, which Netflix is doing, where they talk, you know, I'm sure Ralph Macchio said this multiple times. Josh, he probably told you this, but he said one of the reasons that really drew him back to the series, um, were, was the writer's commitment to the the universe. The, he said, these guys, these guys, Karate Kid is like on the same level as Star Wars. And you really, there, there's a way to do this show where it would have felt like they were just sort of being opportunistic. And there's a way to do it where you feel like there is just so much love being put into this. And these guys, thankfully, um, chose the latter. And, I mean, you literally get – it's like if any of us – like if it's like me and Josh were to write this show and we're – no offense to us, Josh. Way better writers. Like the, you get a sense these guys really want to pay honor and like homage to the originality in the, in the original movies and they get that across. And oh, not right. only that, Tim – but holy shit, when those moments hit – now, granted, they look nothing like the show. No. <laughs> it's like 1980s Kodak film stock versus like modern digital cameras that are poorly color corrected in the show. But those moments still hit. There's mm-hmm. a moment in like the second to last episode of the season or maybe just the third episode of, th- of th- season three where he's talking about fear. And he's talking to Sam about – because she's suffering kind of some PTSD given because of the fight that she got in. It was really, Boring. really brutal. Psycho. and he and he goes, I know what you're going through in my second tournament, I remember fear and it cuts to Mike Barnes beating his ass and it's that shot man that gets me every time where she's like, what did you do and it cuts to oh. Daniel and Mr Miyagi face to face and Miyagi screams in his face and he goes, hi, focus and I'm like, God, so I'm good. in tears to my wife. I'm like, you don't understand, <laughs> and she's like, at this point, by the way, she's watched three seasons with me. He goes, Nick, I get it, I understand, and I understand that I'm never going to understand it, but I understand. wait, so your, get your, get it. It. your wife doesn't love it? No, oh, she loves it, but oh, okay, she doesn't love that every five seconds I stop to explain the reference. <laughs> I was right, like, you right. don't understand. He, the kid said, you came in here to drop a challenge. You can't just leave. That's a that's from the first movie. She's I, like, Nick, I I get it.
2: I I get yelled at because I'm yelling from another room as she's trying uh, to watch I'm like, they're in Japan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: were, the, were they in japan or were they just in like uh they were in
0: japan they never went to japan for karate kid 2 but they did for this one
1: they, um, filmed is, like, they filmed in Japan.
2: They filmed in Japan.
1: That did not look like Japan. That looked like when. That's like when, when, budget
2: like, right there. That's Netflix budget. Literally, you that know what it looked, like? It looked like
1: every single time Psych tried to go anywhere, anytime. <laughs> <And> that's exactly <laughs> what it looked like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what, what I wanted to say is after uh, I, I binged the, the whole franchise in seasons one and two of C- Cobra Kai, I tweeted and I was like, how the hell is the Karate Kids follow up spiritual success or whatever you want to call it? so much better than the Star Wars sequels in terms of just being a product but also in terms of Legacy in terms of like all that different stuff and now that I've seen season three I only stand by that even more but I think that obviously those are very different things and you know that analogy doesn't (laughs) perfectly go across but to me what makes Cobra Kai so fucking special besides how epic it is, and the get hype moments, and the characters that we love, and the anime twists that happen every five seconds. Every and second, all that it's all just so well done and like stupid and goofy. And but like when things happen, it hits you. The amount of times I've gasped, the amount of times I've like been scared for a situation for a show that's this goofy is so impressive. But more than anything, a Karate Kid sequel franchise, we're three seasons in and it works this well, and we're all praising it this much. And Mr. Miyagi wasn't in it for a fucking second. No. Like, well, he was. I mean,
1: his presence is yeah, felt. His presence is
0: But it's felt in, it's, and to me, I think the most impressive way, where it's like they honor his legacy and make him so part of the show in a way that he never could have been. And yeah. it's not CG and it's not, you know, like all this other stuff. It's just, it's heartfelt shit that actually matters. Nick Scarpino.
1: And I think to your point, Tim, one of the reasons why obviously you're being hyperbolic when you talk about, you know, you're comparing this to Star Wars. But I think one of the reasons why this does work and why it is so impactful is, and, and Macho himself has talked about this, it's one of the things that drew him back to the series. They found a very fun and genius entry point, which was it's they could have so easily made this just a sequel to the third movie where about Daniel Russo, but it's not – it doesn't start with him. It starts with Johnny Lawrence, and it's about Johnny Lawrence because it's about – It's not about overcoming the bully. It's about what causes the bully to begin with, right? It's about that cycle of violence. And these guys, that is such a deep and meta thing that is sort of nicely wrapped in this simplistic concept. Because on the outset, when you see this, and I'm sure as a lot of people have, they see it and they go, oh, my God, that's just like save. Like if they were doing the next save by the bell, right? Where you're not expecting anything more than just more save by the bell. This just goes so much deeper than it has any right to do. And it's 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 just so impressive that they accomplished it.
0: So with that, I mean, you know, we're we're so far in this, we've been we've been talking about it for a long time. Makuga has seen it before, I've seen it before, Nick's seen it before, obviously, except for season three until now. But Andy, I've been so excited to get your thoughts on this. Give me the the Andy Cortez, Cobra Kai, seasons one, two, and three rundown.
4: Man, so you know, starting off the series, um, I was ex- fully Wait, real expect- quick.
2: I don't, I don't want to interrupt. Just real quick, Andy, you had never seen any of these movies before we started, right? Correct. Correct. Oh man. Yeah. is So,
4: yeah. So, so obviously, part one became one of my favorite movies of all time. Just period. Okay. Full stop. Part two, I was not expecting it to go in the direction went. I was kind of let down, but I'm. If I go back and watch it now, fully knowing what the franchise is now, I would appreciate it a lot more. That's why I loved part three so much, because it was batshit crazy and I loved every second of it. It was so good. It was so entertaining and so bad, but I loved it. Yeah. And so going into Cobra Kai, I knew what to expect. You all primed me for this. You all told me, Andy, it, you know, do not expect, you know, high quality, you know, writing and a whole lot of stuff, but you're gonna love it still. You're still gonna love it. And and everybody was right. I, I I tweeted out during the Christmas break that uh, you know Tim makes a lot of great decisions. Are kind of funny, but <laughs> making us watch Cobra Kai is the best decision he's ever made us because I could have I could have never predicted in a million years that I would want to watch this show. And obviously, Tim says no. You got to you know you, nobody gives credit to Nick for watching it early, we but like Nick likes stuff that I just. It's bad. I, I have you terrible. You to- have
1: terrible takes yeah, on things yeah. most of the time. Yeah, and yeah, that's and, and-, and I realize that 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 has probably hurt my reputation for actually when I actually do want you guys to watch these things. But if you remember, we wa- I wa- we were doing the morning show. I think back in the day, you, and me, Andy, and I was like, I am. Bl- I was blown away by how like how emotionally impactful the first season of Cobra Kai was for me. But it's always hard to tell because obviously, with me and Makuga, you know, we grew up watching Karate Kid. Like that's a part of our DNA in the eighties. And so to hear you talk, you know, about your impressions. I think really speaks volumes for the level of storytelling that's in all that's in this franchise.
4: I still think this, I, yeah, like again, it's it's hard to talk about this show and let people know that we know this isn't the pinnacle Emmy award winning type
3: stuff, but,
4: but it's still it's, so what, entertaining. Kevin, you know what, what I mean. you know what I mean. You know what I mean. But here's the but, thing,
3: you say I know like I know it's not great writing. This is great writing. Like this no, is no, great no. I character think, developing. Yeah. Is it the best acting, you know? Well, them we're getting there, like, I, we're getting,
2: kids, there. Most kids suck at acting anyway right like yeah most i, I am talking about
4: like i'm talking about like from a from a total package this like a production is going standpoint, yeah. this yes exactly like it, yeah it, um it it's good for the same reason why we like other stuff that necessarily isn't great critically but we still fall in love with it because we love these characters and we love the development and um I think my only complaint with it is that when a character turn, when a heel turn or a face turn happens in Game of Thrones, it takes seasons. Yeah, and it's worth. And it makes it. sense. And it makes sense, right? <laughs> and I and I in this show, it happens after fifteen minutes, and sometimes after two episodes.
5: Wait,
4: and it obvious. and by High by, by hold Andy. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And by <laughs> the time you're in season three, you're like. Oh, man, like, I kind of wish this didn't happen again this soon. I I, yeah. I wish they pro I wish it was, you know, because these are 10 episodes in the 30 uh, minutes each, as opposed to 10 episodes in Game of Thrones, and they're oh, all no, an hour long. Yeah. And, you know, over two seasons, we see three seasons or whatever. We see Jamie Lannister be the fucking absolutely evil scumbag. And we start to feel for him. We start to understand <laughs> And then you start to love him three seasons later and it feels worth it and it feels like really earned. And in this movie, like in this show, seasons one through two, seasons one through two, we have those moments really. uh, We have those moments and I enjoyed them. But towards the end of season three, it starts to get it like, uh, okay, like we're doing this thing again. All right. It's all too fast. You're talking about
3: Robbie turning, right? Well,
1: it's everyone, right?
3: I, th- I feel I like think, everybody. I, th- I feel like Andy,
1: Andy is spot on, right? Where I think I you know, th- season one was a little bit more clever than season two and season three. And see, by season three, we're relying very heavily on dramatic irony, which was something that I, I was a little disappointed with with the third season. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy it still. But the no, criticism I have is that there are those moments where you do have the the, the sort of like sitcom moments where I'm like, oh, I really wish these weren't happening all the time. Namely, like, does Johnny, is it like, It has to be the same day that Miguel is going into surgery. That that was the first day that Johnny is going to go visit Robbie. Like these are the these are the moments where I'm like, this show used to be a little smarter than this. And then of course, no. Well, I mean, like, I think I think the the way season one flows, where it ends up being all of the tropes from the original movie get turned on their side and get kind of twisted around. I thought that was so clever, and we just don't get that level of cleverness in as the show progresses because I think. They, instead of that, they were like, let's put in a lot more like drama and a lot more fighting. And, and to a certain point, like, cause I'm kind of with Andy where I think they kind of cheap out on some of the stuff toward later episodes. But again, they, the stuff still hits for me. It's just like by the 13th karate brawl <laughs> that broke out, <laughs> I was like, ah, this is starting to get a literal well,
3: ridiculous. guys there, but, were three, there were three major karate brawls. Like let's not and exaggerate they were all stuff. Sick. They were fucking sick. This is one of the greatest <laughs> shows sick. I have ever gotten the pleasure to enjoy. And it's so good. The the final one I
4: was not super stoked on. I didn't need it. Yeah. Until the, Christmas music. <laughs> the final one I was not super stoked on until Hawk um slipped. Hawk
1: turned back. Turned back the light side.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. shout out to that
1: little blonde kid that got thrown through a plate glass window. <laughs> Straight up thrown man.
0: through the window, dude. Damn, I love let me this show so much. Let me me it. this oh, question. it's a cat. What,
1: now, you have a son named Moose, right? Yes. I and I know you probably don't. You probably know what Moose is doing most of the time. But every once mm-hmm. in a while, Moose probably sneaks away, right? Goop, if Moose left for the day up. and then came back with massive lacerations on his face, wouldn't yeah. you be like, dude, I got to call the cops. I don't <laughs> know what's happening to my son. Dude, no if you man, have a cat,
0: like, that's
3: what happens. He, he, they go out on a walk and come back.
0: Andy, yeah. Andy and Nick made a lot of I points doubt. that I do agree with, but there are certain things that I'm just like, I, I You let it right. I could not be on a different side than than you guys on. And and that is I love I love all of this. And like picking one over the other at some point just becomes so stupid to me where it's like Cobra Kai one, two, and three is top tier Marvel shit, where it's like any pick the day, and I'll say which one ranks where. But sure. uh, season one, I, I love. Obviously, it's fucking great. But I think it's the easiest one to have done right. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, what if Johnny Lawrence wasn't the bad guy? Oh, it's gonna end in a karate tournament. Whatever. Seasons two and three, I love. You said it's, they're less clever. I think they're way more clever because they mm. had to kind of make their own storylines and like kind of make them even bigger and crazier. And I loved the upping of the high school drama and the. whose whose boyfriend is Miguel today and all that stuff, culminating in the end of season two, like the cruel summer, like epic orchestral version, that that whole thing, but following up a fucking fight that is so fun to watch, so well choreographed, the music is engaging, they have so many rivalries that were built up in this show, that's insane, where it's like even the fucking nerds fighting made me go, fuck yeah, right? (laughs) Those two kids are the best. Miguel, those two little kid yeah, yeah, yeah the little guys. I love those two kids. Miguel getting knocked off the thing and like did he die yeah. like it's just Whoa, so ratchet way up and
1: insane I will I will I will say that yeah I guess to your point Tim like I think season one was the one where like I think maybe the reason why I'm thinking so clever is because it is, it was, to me, it was like, oh, I can't believe they pulled this off. I can't believe they had, they found a fun angle on this. But you're right. That is sort of the origin stories of the new generation. And it is, as we always know, it's, it's way harder to do the second movie in the franchise after the hero has found his, his you know, his calling. And so I do, I do give them a tremendous amount of credit for having a very, very compelling season two. And then, of course, keep my interest going into season three. But how could you not? with the last shot of season three when his phone is stuck in the sand and Ali finally accepts two, his friend two. request season two, excuse me, Ali finally re- accepts his friend request. I'm like, are they going to get Academy Award nominated? <laughs> Elizabeth Shu, who by the way, they call Lisa in real life when they're, cause they're all friends. And that blew my mind.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Wait, but so last thing I do want to say though, to, to round back to what Andy was saying of like the heel turns being too quick and not earned. I absolutely agree and you are totally right and in season three I think we see that more often than not where Robbie uh, being in you know like kid jail or whatever and then like the amount of times he twists and turns and t- turns on his father figures in different right. ways and then Hawks like the turn, amount of Hawk all that turning. stuff yeah, yeah it's like whatever some of it feels too quick however I will say all of it earned all of it at least set up it's just the payoffs sometimes happens too fast and my only argument I'd make to what you're saying about comparing this to Game of Thrones which I fucking love that we're making valiant arguments about Cobra (laughs) Kai and Game of Thrones character development but but you were saying like oh this is only 30 minute episodes and I think that because of that I would much rather what we got here than 45 minute episodes that build up a little bit more of Hawk and fucking Robbie turning you know no turning and getting the punches in and Dimitri and Hawk fighting back to back I'm like I never uh, thought anything could make me care about Dimitri, but here the fuck yeah. we are. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Then season three ends. Well, season one ends. Crease, and you're like, are you wow. fucking kidding me? Season Thanks. two, Elizabeth's shoes being uh teased. Tease that. Season fucking three, we get the teaser that the trailers that ruined Japan for us. Ruined like the the cameos from uh uh number two, Show which them. is like none of None of it was
4: bold for me. I love that. God. 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 really cool. Either.
0: But then, but then we get to the fucking end and first off eagle fang goddamn karate but teaming up with cobra Eagles kai uh, teaming fangs. up with miyagi Do against cobra kai that final shot of the two of them together it's like <laughs> and then also the crease uh terry silver
1: calling tease. terry <laughs> like, oh
3: my god holy no. fuck this is amazing
0: the crease
4: terry silver tease and how that had been getting built up the whole,
5: the whole time
1: reason because they it have to fight so over a snake good. pit in vietnam yep. it is the, the most un, the most unbelievable backstory for crease ever made and it's i was by the by the second flashback to vietnam i was like i'm all in are they gonna fight over i'm like the guy's like how deep is that pit he's like deep enough but that's not the problem with it. And I was like, is it fucking filled with Cobras? Is that what the fuck it was? was?" Oh my God. It's so cool. Is that where you got Cobra Kai? It it is the most
0: Vince Gilligan.
4: It is the most Vince Gilligan breaking bad thing to start off the season showing you something. And you're not quite sure what that means. And we're not sure. We don't really remember. Like in my mind, I'm not thinking that the other guy in the cage with crease is Terry Silver until yeah. the perfect moment and it worked perfectly on me i am the perfect audience to not remember that detail me and too, then to andy, remember me too andy and then when they're freed and then the guy goes thank you so hey, thank you so much i i owe you one crease like you, you've done so much to help me here and i go no way yep. well, yeah well and then it cuts to yeah. the fucking now, a, the phone call they, they
1: threw you like, for a loop oh! they threw for a loop. <laughs> yeah because the other and guy had a red right herring like Nixon that August the was they had a guy named they called him ponytail and i was like oh yeah. that's gonna be terry and then he gets yep. shot in the head and i was like yep. that's not terry oh no, my dude, god they killed this, terry. that didn't work I, this uh, that didn't work on that me that my bad, so this is though, something me.
0: brilliant something brilliant about this show that they did in season three was there there were three moments of built-up red herrings that they did uh for people that are super hardcore now <laughs> karate kid fans uh but it's like it proves that they really give a shit about this shit the first thing yeah. was uh when it starts off and they're like oh we're getting a doctor from out of town to come in. She's a miracle worker. She's the only person that can do this. And it's like, it's gonna be Allie. Cause they built up that Allie's a doctor. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh my gosh, she's gonna come. And then we see her from behind the doctor, and it's like, holy shit, it's her. She turns around, it's not her. It's not her. And it was like, huh, that's weird. But then Allie comes later. Then there's the uh the the tease where it's the flashback of them in the diner, and there's this jock bully dude that looks exactly like crease, like and you're like, it's gonna be crease, and it's not crease. Mm-hmm. Fun fact. It's the actor for Crease's son, son in real life. No way. Life. Yeah.
1: The the, 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 the jock. guy that played him or the jock? Oh, that's oh awesome. wow. That guy's huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Fucking yeah, awesome. He, I met him. He's a really, he's a sweet he's a sweet kid. He's a really good guy. How does
4: Crease yeah. have the best head of hair of all time? Of all I time. don't know, man. He kept crazy. it. It
0: pisses me off. It's crazy. <laughs> but then they go no, like, to this, this, this one, no, the last it, one, guys, the last deception was what what Nick mentioned was the, the ponytail. Like yeah. they call the guy ponytail, ponytail and they make one of the guys look like Silver, dude, it's, it's, awesome. it's the Literally. other totally.
1: rolled it back when they were talking, and I was like, "Did he just call him Terry?" And he never calls him by name. And then I was like, "Dude, that's no. got to be Terry Silver." They called him Silver. Bones or Silver.
2: something. Silver. They called him like like and they called the- him Skinny or Bones or something because he was skinny. That but the other he- guy, yeah. And he's like, "You gotta yeah. put some,
1: you gotta put some meat on those on those bones." Or whatever, or some Damn. Damn. On those I missed the part. I
4: missed the ponytail detail. I remember him calling him the name, but I missed the ponytail. Because you're
2: not allowed to have a ponytail it's in the crazy. fucking army. <laughs>
1: Bro, I think by I think by like year two of Vietnam they let you do whatever the fuck you, is want, is whatever is. you want. Yeah, it's great. Um, when, I think when, Tim go ahead. Go I was ahead, gonna
3: buddy. say when, when they, they did that, I was like, oh, this must be another time, like before he's met him or after. And they really got me those bastards. I love yeah. it, man.
1: I the, think I I think that like I'm sorry, go ahead, Josh.
3: No well the
2: the the, the red herrings, yes, in season three all paid off like incredibly well, right? And the whole switcheroo of the whole thing was beautiful. The thing that that got me throughout the entire season, with Creese particularly, is that you guys mentioned like there weren't these flips, where were the cops? And I keep thinking, the thing is that he John Creese is like a community member. He's a retired, like, thank you for your service. Anything he says, he always seems like the good guy. He's very charming. People that don't know he's a sociopath are sold by the fact that, you know, these other people have already started fights. John Lawrence, Daniel LaRusso, oh, he does, have already a, he does started a great a job of playing
1: games. everyone like a fiddle, Josh McClure. Playing everybody like, playing a middle,
2: like a fiddle. Cr- correct. So when Kreese gets all these kids involved in Cobra Kai, everybody thinks that he's a good dude. In fact, he's creating the greatest karate gang of maniacs of all time.
0: Yep. Dude, when was, season I, three opens up and it's news footage, and you guys know how I feel about news footage on the in review. But this it. is an exception because news footage is fucking happening. And they're just like, at the local high school, what happened last night can only be described as karate gang warfare. <laughs> like, karate. this is gonna be the best show yeah. i've ever seen but it's, but it's
1: so funny there's there's a moment by the way when they're when they're arguing to bring back the all valley tournament where like the the lead council person is like i have never understood the valley's obsession with karate. <laughs> yeah, i love that line
3: i love that it's line. a great line <laughs> the, 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 like, moments later is, no. <laughs> go ahead, i was gonna say moments later we we have uh what is it? it um Johnny's w- n- Wife No 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 Not Johnny uh, Johnny's wife, Danny's, yeah. wife. Danny's, Danny's wife Danny's Amanda, wife come yeah. up And start talking shit about What's his face And then he throws the fact That he's Put a restraining order Or that came up earlier And like her yeah. violence And how he flipped that situation To like work for his It's so it. I think well, that, this show's phenomenal and, guys You guys are crazy to me,
1: that's What the- <laughs> <laughs> to me, we're not crazy we're all agreeing with you to me this uh that's what's at the core of the show for me right is that they they nail there's a couple moments uh specifically at the end of season three where johnny and, and daniel i feel like do actually make some really good progress toward re- like repairing or rel- like or actually having a relationship where they both kind of admit that they that everything's not black and white and and that that you know daniel even talks about how like cobra kai wants to operate in, in black and white he's like but miyagi-do like, you know, operates in the gray area in the real world, right? You can't have no mercy in the real world. You have to have – you have to be willing to, like, judge every situation as it comes to you. But the show does such a good job at – providing a set of circumstances where every character reacts and their reaction to it sometimes is positive and sometimes is negative just like it would be in the real world and the adults make mistakes and they have to rectify those mistakes the only thing that i i i was a little disappointed with as we go on is that they drop some of those through lines in lieu of a little a few more crazy action sequences like i didn't need them going and taking on the chop shop guys i was yeah. i was having a lot more fun with Johnny and Daniel in the car together, but like, giving it to it awesome so, like, the it, it, it was an
2: awesome scene, Tim. Thank you.
0: It was a, a so, sick scene. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, <laughs> but I, I, didn't get, need that. I get what you're saying of, like, action for action's sake. However, this is the Karate Kid franchise, and was that the first time we saw Johnny and Daniel kicking Fight ass together? Together, who sure. was they fighting? A fucking group of people in an auto body place? It's like fan fiction taken to the end what? I and, and, I, and I totally...
1: I totally get that. But there's a moment where I'm like, the show has been so good at at teaching people a lesson, right? Specifically the lesson of like, hey, if you mess up, you got to make amends. You got to own up to your mistakes. You have to own up to the fact that like, you know, there's a moment where Daniel and and Johnny are like, you know, maybe I was a little bit of an asshole. And Daniel's like, yeah, maybe I could have, been a little bit more sympathetic to your plight and all these things and they really have those moments but then unfortunately we have these other moments where they're like it's totally acceptable to walk into someone's place of work and just beat the shit out of them no, for no reason but, and right. then be like i like martial law style and like we've lost we've lost all of the ground we had with these lessons but of course we come full circle and we get those lessons again yeah I mean, they're just those like, moments where i'm like this is a little ridiculous but
3: all of those moments can are I, can always I pick back up, up Kevin. I was just going to say, all of oh, those moments gonna... are backed, off, backed up with, like, hey, you fucked up. You shouldn't have started a fight there. Like, after that, uh, LaRusso yells at Lawrence and is like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, I didn't come out here to fight. Like, they, we had to defend ourselves.
2: But I want to piggyback up Kevin real quick, is that I think the most underrated performance in the series, including, like, season two when she makes fun of her husband all the time— is Amanda, and it, it's not because my wife's job. name is Amanda. That actress came out of nowhere. Oh all, man, all killer! All three seasons has been an absolute standout. She the totally scene. gives the entire series leverage. Right, the scene yeah. where because,
1: she, uh, go ahead, sorry.
2: Well, no, because every time they like it, they're so serious, and she's like, "Yeah, uh, they're in warring ki- uh, karate dojos." Like yeah. she makes fun of her husband. It is the only real hysterical. character. yeah, she. Yes. No, I, I no, love how me, she. she
4: constantly makes light of how ridiculous all this is i mean it, yes. and it starts from the yes. and it starts from the very first scene of uh of johnny lawrence going to Larusso's house and they're about to fight in the front lawn she's like are you are you are you all like these old high school rivals about to do karate in my front yard <laughs> no We're making breakfast breakfast. come in here like I love that she's always sort of the moral center and brings everything back and says, all right, everybody, we understand this is like because the show and the the writers understand that this is all ridiculous and she is kind of the writers in this case saying like
1: this is silly. This is cool. <laughs> they have a very they have a very meta thing they do with that character though, right? She's the voice of reason up, and to a up until a certain point in
0: life and no, she is but,
1: now but, in it, dude. But 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 I think more importantly and thematically and I guess I'm kind of disproving my point for earlier, but like I think it's an important turning point for her character because she has not realized the the sort of degree to which this has gone. She doesn't, she thinks that all these kids are just in normal circumstances, but she doesn't realize the duress and a lot real, of the emotional man. distress that her kids are on until she finally meets Crease and realizes, oh my God, this guy actually is a monster. And she has a moment where she apologizes to Daniel. And he, she's like, I didn't know how bad this guy is. And Daniel's yeah. like, I know. And Daniel, of course, has been, you know, for lack of a better term, triggered by this guy since he came back on the scene because he you know? was, if you remember in Cry Kid 3, like brutalized by this person. He was. Yes. Taught, I mean, not just like, "Hey, I'm bullying you." Hey, you're taking a little shit from me. Like physically and mentally abused by this guy. Yes. And so when Amanda has that moment, she doesn't know how to deal with it either, and she deals with it incorrectly by using violence. And I think that's a very, very important thing. Like she and then they, him,
4: remember. And then they always cut to Crease like at the end of the scene, and he's always, he's always just like, "I have to get him shot." He's always like.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
3: he, he was th- at that moment and he was thinking i'm gonna go to the cops i'm gonna f- put a restraining order in he's and, always and, doing and that face, that's, and that's the
1: problem right? and then again the, the theme of like violence begets violence she used violence she went over the line and guess what it had severe ramifications she lost a lot of oh, ground with that whole argument i thought that was really good i actually don't think i'll disagree with you guys i don't think she became a real character until season three because i think she just existed to show how to kind of be the moral ridiculous. compass for daniel And then in this one, I think they gave her a lot more to do in season three. And I swear to God, two of my favorite episodes. I think my, my top favorite episode is when they they go on the double date by accident. Oh, of
0: course. Right. And, so yeah, my, in the Mexican yeah. restaurant? It, the Mexican it's, just, it's brilliant. Like, it's those moments that make this show like so much more special than just- Because you want them out. to be
1: friends. Yeah. yeah, You just want them to get yeah. over their bullshit Nick. and sit yeah. and have a drink and talk to each other.
0: Nick, it's totally. because
4: all of this show is based on misunderstandings it and is. miscommunication. And, and ego and, if the, people, and, instant, and insecurities. if the people just talk to each other, if- the daughter just tells Miguel, I was grounded. That's why I wasn't answering your text. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. And if that person just messages that person and says, hey, my bad, this is what really happened. Like, I, I'm not trying to... Like, but, The whole show but, could just be fixed with, like, simple just conversation. Moment, you know? But we see but that season one, a lot with Johnny two, Lawrence.
1: We, we did get a little bit of that, though. We do get a little bit of that where there are those moments of, like, of acknowledgement. And I think that's where the show... Does, I mean, Andy, to your point, yeah, a lot of that dramatic irony does kind of happen where it's like, oh, I missed... like." Robbie just happens to walk back in, and the one moment where where Miguel and Sam are, are reconnecting. But I think they do a good job of like that's all, of course, set up for those moments of catharsis where you know, I mean, ugh. Josh McCuga. Let's take me. a step back for a second. Okay. You're what four or five years old when you see the first Karate Kid. By the time you, by the time the last Karate Kid comes out, we're like what ten years old, right? If like, I had told a young Josh McCuga, hey, just wait thirty years, <laughs> just <laughs> because just 30 in thirty years. <laughs> In 30 years, you're going to get a moment where Daniel LaRusso, Allie, and Johnny Lawrence share a drink at a Christmas party. And it's going to break your heart and make you cry and make you – and it's going to be so cathartic for you that these characters finally sat down and just hashed it out. And there's that one beautiful moment with with the the actress who plays uh, uh, Amanda who she goes, oh, you're Allie? oh I can't wait to talk to you yeah
0: yeah, it's (laughs) It's great great.
2: it's so good
0: (laughs) dude uh that the alley alley coming in I loved it because it's what season episode seven like it's pretty late in the season it's
2: the last episode it's nine and ten because remember they're at the Christmas party and there's the fight going on at their house yeah
3: Yeah. you're right oh my god yeah yeah yeah, it's a good point so much but i love like, i love that
0: i love that ali's character is used not just as a cameo but actually as like somebody that really can connect with them and we don't need the backstory because we already have it we already but have it. It, it she does such a good job of like getting the plot to progress and getting these characters to even grow like that's now behind them these two guys were hung up on this girl to different extents but they are now moving on and i was feeling real like anxiety heartbreak's not the word but yeah, somewhere like nostalgia in between, like, like so, nothing, you know something where like i'm like loss, you know i'm like I'm watching this and it's entirely built up that like I should be rooting for Allie to be with Johnny, but I'm not no. because i was wrong. scared because Miguel's yeah, mom's out there and there's nothing I want and more than the two of them up. to get back together, totally. man. Totally. But yeah. like,
1: but oh, I think deeper I than I was that,
0: beautifully done.
1: I think deeper than that, you know, that them getting together is just a mistake. And Allie puts oh, it in, yeah? in perfect terms, which is like, I needed this, but you can't live in the past. You got yeah. oh, like, to right. move on. And Johnny's like, I got to move on. And that's was. It and that perfect. leads so beautifully into him realizing that they have to team up, right? That that him realizing I've been living in the past this whole time. The real way to overcome the real bad guy, who is Crease, and like all the things that he represents, is to bury the hatchet with my with this guy Daniel Larusso and move forward. And man, okay. when in the air tonight starts playing, Tim. Oh my <laughs> god! I was Are like, you kidding me? I was yeah. like, who? <laughs> who's looking into my brain why there's did they journey. know i needed there's this Bill
2: collins there's, there's Peter yeah. all of the there's all of the music but dude
1: as Ugh. the drunk tim yeah. he bowed we see daniel arusso yeah, first and we see all of miyagi doe and all of eagle fang come in and then he looks over as the drum breaks. And I was like, I, I'm like, Andy, they're going to, as the drum break starts, Johnny Lawrence is going to walk in. I fucking knew, even though I knew it was going to happen. Yep. I said it to myself. I know what's going to happen. Perfectly shot. Camera, rack focus from Daniel as he looks over. Johnny walks into frame. And it just cuts to the wide shot of both of them standing in front of their newly formed dojo. Okay. And I start fucking, I'm just like. I was don't, crying don't look at me right now don't I look was at me. crying tears of joy and this was a night where I
4: accidentally like I woke up at six in the morning for no reason couldn't fall back asleep. decided I'm going to finish Cobra Kai because I started at the prior night like around one in the morning or something like that and unfortunately I followed up all that hype with Wonder Woman well, you know we already talked about that <sighs> um but That's oh a- my god I'm in my bed just like I I'm so excited. The music is so is pumping. And then the John and then the Terry silver tease happens. And I think it's like this season again, I didn't love the house fight. I felt like it was, let's try to replicate the awesome school fight again. I don't think it was as good. Still enjoyed it though. Just don't think it was as good. Uncharted two, Uncharted three. Yeah. So, so while, while that whole house fight is happening, I'm like kind of underwhelming. We've seen this before. And I think it was done better in the school anyway, but I think those two moments just really encapsulated this whole season and made it all worth it. And god damn, I just I had tears in my eyes. I'm yelling in my room like at fucking nine in the morning. <laughs> dude. When they, okay. when they
1: turn to each yes. other and they bow, but they don't take their eyes off each other like Mr. Miyagi taught I was like, I don't deserve this. I don't okay. deserve this whole series and I can't fuck. And I was like, I forgot for one second that they already did season like they're already greenlit season four. I'm like, oh my no, season four, and it's the fifty-first under eighteen all valley cry <laughs>
2: championship. <laughs> Let's fucking go, Makuga,
0: okay. What's
1: up?
2: Now I don't know if you, if you guys can see this. Amanda was almost too embarrassed to post it. Okay, but as I was watching the end of the last episode of season three, she videotaped me without me knowing. Okay. Oh my
0: god! Wait, can you send this to Kevin?
2: Guys, I Somehow? can. Kevin, I can. Wait, I can yeah. do me to text
0: D- it to you, Kevin? Uh,
2: did she post it? Email. No, she never posted Okay, it.
3: yeah, email it to me. Or okay. can yeah, so, you Google uh, what, Drive it to me? While you guys working. are figuring that out,
0: Andy, yeah. did you, like, so we're talking a lot about season three, but, like, all of the random callbacks and all the moments of, of one and two, are there any that come to mind that you want to, to particularly bring up?
4: Well, I guess callbacks, I, I, I don't know necessarily about callbacks, but I'm just thinking about moments that I was kind of dreading And it's very much the even though, you know, Anakin turns to Darth Vader, you just hope that maybe this time it doesn't happen. And and I felt that way with Miguel, because I thought, Mm. like, I'm just ride or die Miguel. I fucking hate this Robbie dude. Get him out of my life. And when Miguel starts to show the signs of Cobra Kai and the darkness in him. I'm just like, oh, no, they're going to do this to Miguel. No, I don't want this to happen. I want him to say the good guy. And then we had that final conversation between he and I always forget her name, the daughter. I was Sam, Sam, Sam. Samantha, between when he walks up to Sam at the thing after all the heartbreak has already occurred. Right. After all the betrayals and he accidentally punches her or whatever. And and they're they're there at the at the at the tournament. And he's like, look, Sam, I just wanted to talk to you. And you're like, oh, they're going to reconcile right here. This is where all becomes good. And she's like, and she gets mad at him. And he goes, just wait and watch what I do to Robbie after this. And I was like, oh, no, no, Dark. I felt so I felt such heartbreak because I like I was so mad that they were doing this to Miguel. I didn't want the writers to do it and make him the bad guy. And then he beats up Robbie. And I'll tell you what. I never once felt bad for Robbie the whole series. What?
3: Damn, what, damn, damn bro. The
4: creation. heartlessness. I never rooted for Robbie ever. Wow. And I'll tell you, you why. I'll tell you Please why do. they should have cut his fucking hair because he Fuck was still you. a villain to me. No,
3: his hair like, when they cut his hair, no, I was like, This looks terrible.
4: If would have cut his hair right now, I would have been like, Oh, he's a good guy now. And they could have made a thing Got like, it. yeah, I get it. it. I, I see. it. Things are changing, you know. But the mm-hmm. long hair to me, still, those are the old remnants of the old bad Robbie. And I still saw, and I was even all the way through season two, I'm like, when's his character turn? When's this gonna happen? He's gonna become a bad guy at some point again. Because I just always still saw him as the villain. I mean, dude. Even though I didn't love what Miguel did, granted. Let me tell you that much. Like, I, I obviously, I'm like, I loved when Johnny Lawrence walked up to Miguel and said, what are you doing? We don't do this here. And I loved that for Johnny. I love that conversation that they had between, and then, you know, he and uh, Miguel and Hawk go to Johnny Lawrence and say, hey, we found out that Robbie's your son. What the fuck? And they try to, like, get it. And he's like, look, I don't give a fuck what you all think. Like, we do not, we don't do that. We don't, prey on your weaknesses that's pussy shit we don't do that shit yeah. and i love when johnny sort of instills that in them yeah and i and the whole time you're watching you're like i just i want miguel and hawk to learn i want them to know that there is a good side and we, when miguel and hawk start dividing and miguel starts riff, coming yeah. back to the good side and the only time i really felt for robbie was in season three when he's in like juvenile detention when he's in in juvie or whatever and he's getting picked on i'm like i care for him here also because i, I they and i think he's a good guy now
2: (laughs) i did care for him in juvie too i did i i care i thought the juvie scenes were shot really well i thought his arc in this was actually really well done even though it was probably like the d storyline of the show right of season three was him you know like joining forces with crease very darth vader very star wars kind of a thing near the end there right um i thought that that i'm kind of with andy on the haircut a little bit but (laughs) but I you know, like Robbie Keane in the in this whole thing is an awesome addition to the show. Again, kind of forgot about a little bit in season three, but you know he's gonna be main season four. When mm-hmm. Cobra Kai and then Eagle Fang slash Miyagi Do comes together, it's gonna be, you know, like Sun versus. Da- I mean, I we listen. have three one-on-one set up. Correct. Correct. It's awesome. And- and you I know, mean, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be some tons of Daniel LaRusso, Johnny Lawrence tension when he starts calling him pussies and like, yeah, you know, yeah. fart breath, oh, whatever. Oh, going
1: be great. Because, yeah, Tim, Tim Geddes is kind of
2: funny. Tim, right,
0: yeah, there is yeah. one thing I want to bring up though. So Andy, like with one moment that like, I knew you were going to absolutely love. Uh, and I think it was in season two is when we, we go back to Miyagi's house and we see the dojo and we see the car and we see all of that. What did that do for you?
4: Uh oh when when Robbie kind of uncovers the vehicle, mm-hmm. when Robbie sees the vehicles, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a great that, callback. It's all still I, there. Holy I, I, fuck. Any any anytime the Any anytime the show does those callbacks, does the flashbacks, and sometimes they're silent and sometimes they're not. Sometimes you get audio from the old movies. But anytime that happens, like I am I get tears in my eyes. Like it see? it still it means so much to me for a franchise that I just started a couple of fucking weeks ago. It feels yeah. like Kevin, Camp, what
0: when they destroyed the car, how did you feel?
3: I mean, when they destroyed the house, it was just I was furious. When they I was yeah. so f- it, r- the it picture reminded me of, Huh? Oh, it reminded me Addering. of of season uh, season oh, 2 when they destroy doing. everything. Yeah, uh, it's so
0: hard to get a smooth one. It's so hard yeah, to sorry. get it. It's like there's the setup but then it's like, "Oh, this episode is brought to you by Gabby. We're all looking for ways to save money, especially now." So, let me ask you this. How would you like to keep an extra $961 a year in your pocket? That's how much Gabby customers save per year on average on car and home insurance. That's why. When I was uh, checking out recently to how to save money on my insurance, I tried to use Gabby to see what it could save me. Uh, this is the time of year we go shopping for insurance. Gabby takes the pain out of shopping for insurance by giving you an apples-to-apples comparison of your current coverage with 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, and Travelers. Uh, the, the easiest thing to do is you just link your insurance account, your current one. Uh to Gabby, and in minutes you'll be able to see quotes for the exact same coverage that you currently have across a bunch of other places. I did this and found that I actually already have the best thing, which is great because I've always for years been wondering if I'm wasting money. I should be switching over. So you should check it out now. Uh Gabby Customers save $961 per average on year. That'd be real nice to have in your wallet. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Uh if they can't find you savings, then they'll let you know so you can relax knowing you have the best rate out there and then. They'll never sell your info, so no annoying spam or robocalls. Uh, you're probably overpaying on car and home insurance. See how much Gabby can save you. It's totally free to check, and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash Morning That's G-A-B-I.com slash Gabby.com slash Morning Show to see how much Gabby can save you. And next up, shout out to Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA-certified organic meal company. Green Chef makes eating well, easy, and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier. There's a range of recipes to suit any diet or preference. Kevin's been using it. Joey's been using it. Blessing's been using it. I've had it a ton of times. Green Chef is real quality stuff and we can help you get $90 off including free shipping. Uh, Green Chef makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle. They're the first ever and only keto meal kit on the market. It makes sticking to a low carb lifestyle easy with recipes averaging only 14 net carbs each. Green Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box so you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. You can go to greenchef.com/slash/morningshow90 and use code morningshow90 to get ninety dollars off, including free shipping. Uh, recently, Gia made uh, it was like a, a pork rigatoni, I want to say, and it was fantastic. Loved it. Could not recommend it more. Go to greenchef.com/slash/morningshow90. Use the code morningshow90 to get ninety dollars off, including. Um, there you go. The number one meal kit for eating well, Green Chef. Back to the show. There's, I will
4: yeah. say the 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 vehicle getting damaged though, Tim. Really, mm-hmm. really heartbreaking. I know. I know, And I and I loved, I loved Daniel's sort of visceral reaction to mm-hmm. it. I loved mm-hmm. uh, again, like the, you're supposed to kind of, I get you're supposed to kind of not love LaRusso in this show. He's supposed to be the goody two shoes kind of other side of things. But I I don't know. To me, they are. I mean, we're talking Charles Xavier. We're talking Magneto. <laughs> like really we're are. talking really Professor are. X and Magneto at, at the end of the day, exactly, <laughs> dude. Like you, you, they're they're warring, but they kind of understand. But they're kind of friends. But, but mean, they hate thing, each other. But you still love them both.
3: Are you, uh, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to hate them. I kind of feel like they're they're making them both likable and also showing you where their issues come from, like why 100%. they they're well, in, assholes. And I think that's in, all in the first
4: out. episode. They're, you're supposed to hate Daniel Russo. I didn't mm. feel that way. You're not supposed to like him.
1: I don't think he you're, to hate him. you're you're definitely supposed to be annoyed by him. You're supposed you're to be. You're supposed like, to this think he's a douchebag. Douche yeah.
4: Yeah. Go he walks it. up to Johnny Lawrence. Hey, hey, this is the guy. Is this the guy you uh, kicked his ass in in uh, high school? Well, I kicked his face. <laughs> and like, it's like, man, he's fuck the... Daniel Russo. Yes, this But the then once you start it. to get into the family life, once you start to see you know the wife Amanda and. The sort of family man he is, and how much he cares for everybody, except their little bitch ass son. Fuck that. Who cool, gets cool. better. better?
2: No, he's in he, the third, they third one. Gave him the Freddie Fernandez. They gave him the Freddie Fernandez treatment. No, in he's in the third three. one. He's in he's season in three, in three. like a minute, Nick. Yeah, he
4: Kevin he lost a lot of weight in season three. Wait, he's in yeah. one
1: shot.
3: Well, what does he do?
1: he's um, uh, standing with samantha as in in miyagi Do. he's standing yeah. with amanda as samantha's like with like training again and and amanda's like you can't you can't do karate Karate's what led to all of this and the kid's eating like a popsicle and he's like tall and his voice is like deep now and you're like yeah. dude give this kid oh yeah this kid's oh, gonna be a killer man that. start training him now yeah. he um, lost a lot really of weight quick, yeah good for really after quick.
3: playing
0: a lot of playstation vita yeah, yeah.
3: I'd like to just shout out to there's a moment in season three that I really enjoy. And then I have a moment in season one that it disappointed me. So the moment that I really, really enjoyed season three, it's so dumb, is like one of the first episodes, um, someone's walking through the school and we see the two uh, like big guys that used to be friends that ended up going into different dojos, then fought. And he's like, one of them picks up a book and he's like, hey, uh, these new books are pretty hard hitting. And then it cuts to a scene from the season two where he hits him with the book. And I just love that, like, they wanted to make a joke but knew that no one would get it, so they inserted. They
1: had to show you the flashback. And
3: I, I just love the how much they cared. to be like, you know what? They're not going to get it. And also, this uh, shit does flashbacks. And then the, the one moment I didn't like from season one is when uh, Robbie gets hurt and uh, LaRusso goes, and then he goes, medic. And it's just like, get ah, the medic. I oh, wish, come on. That was I, funny. I, I get it, but I kind of wish that it was a little bit of the magic there that had transferred over no, from his face.
1: But here's, here's what I'll say, Kevin. My favorite, one of my absolute favorite moments from season one happens right before that, right? So Robbie's fighting by himself. <laughs> They've had this mass falling out where Robbie's been lying to him the entire time. And Daniel no longer trusts him, but his student is basically like cleaning up on the mat. And he wants to coach him so badly. And right at the final match, I think it's the final match, the announcer comes out, and it's the exact (laughs) scene as when Allie runs out in the first movie. And the guy goes, Daniel LaRusso's going to coach? Daniel LaRusso's <laughs> going to coach and I'm like that's so the good. dumbest that's so greatest good. line anyone's yeah. ever read. It's yeah. so it was so dumb but I it's was like oh, I'm fucking so in on this. Give me the Kool-Aid, I'm drinking it. It's Well, so, well, and well and then here's what point, I, then, here's what I the do. reversal of Miguel winning at the end is Jesus. Yes. He yes, won. the bad guy won. Oh, yeah. so good.
2: And so, the one it's thing it's so great the one thing they keep the running joke that keeps happening throughout the show, which I really enjoy, is that Daniel LaRusso was like the actual bully, which was that ver- that viral video that went viral. Right. Yeah. Which is genius. it depends on how you look at the movie. He was like not you can no, see it. Posted the he the no, he was not. But the best is in season three, whether in that that yeah. that yeah. city council meeting, you're like, I heard you were the real bully. And he turns yeah, around. That's really. <laughs> <good>. I <laughs> love <laughs> that
0: part. I love yeah. that part. it's so so damn great so what i want to do now is i I want to to get into the plot uh nick do you want to do you want to hit that
1: off ladies and gentlemen cobra kai never dies we're gonna start off with some quick highlights of season one uh of course it starts off we find johnny just not in a great situation doesn't know which wall to hang tvs on and still using a lot of really outdated terminology and having a lot of really outdated takes on life Uh, of course he saves his new neighbor miguel uh who is a teenager from getting his ass kicked by kyler and his group who Uh, i thought were gonna get the freddie fernandez treatment and then in season three spoilers kyler gets karate power Ah! Uh, (laughs) Johnny says we go because it sucks, of, dude. He's mm. aw- that guy that actor is awesome playing that role perfectly. In my like,
4: opinion. I mean, but first off, like, I think he's younger than most of the actors on the show, like. Well, this
0: dude looks like he's thirty eight. His hairline he's is like way up yeah. there, dude. He's a forty five yeah. year old
1: man. Uh, so, anyway, uh, so
0: fun things on that. Some fun facts actually for you is uh, Ralph Macchio was fifty six years old at the the time of the release of season one, which is four years older than Pat Morita was at the time of release of Karate that's Kid. Incredible! That is crazy. Oh, what it's so crazy 35. what dyed hair will do for you. You know? Yeah, I
1: know, right? No. <laughs> and uh,
0: Samantha Samantha's actress it was twenty two, playing a seventeen year old, which is the same as Ralph Macchio.
1: Oh, that's cool. Uh, Of course, Johnny uh, reluctantly agrees to teach Miguel karate uh And it's funny. I, I love all the parallels visually here. Obviously, like the same, uh, apartment, building. the same mm-hmm. apartment buildings that they're living in. The Freddy fact that Fernandez is Freddie's no. always there. You're like Freddie. You don't fucking live here. You have a home of your own. Go home. He's like, I should have been bigger in this franchise. <laughs> Miyagi. <Mr. No. laughs>
0: real talk. Real talk. Though knowing Cobra Kai, knowing they gotta bring Freddie back is Freddie. Can you imagine how much He's we'd all gotta lose come back if Freddie came back? <laughs> they wow. should have.
1: We need to start the hashtag right now. Before they they should have made
4: the the old guy that tries to join Cobra Kai and like eventually does and becomes like kind of the goofy dude. He should have been Stingray. Stingray.
1: Stingray. So good. Of course, Johnny finds a new direction in life, and he's going to teach Miguel by by reopening. Uh, cobra Kai in that same strip mall. And by the way, shout out we've 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 har- we've harped on and made fun of a little bit of the, the production values of this, but that strip mall is perfect. Whoever found that yes. location is f- knocked it out of the
3: park. Perfect karate it, shop. It is appreciate- so
1: perfectly indicative of the all the places that I've taken karate in my life. Yes. When I, when I first took cry, but I remember talking this Remember my original cry, cry shop, shop was next yeah. to the Leslie pool supply in Riverside, yeah. California. It looked yeah. exactly like that. And then of course the United studios of self-defense was across in the cinemas up in uh, a Crest, Riverside. So they nailed that. Anyway, uh, we wait, wait, get... wait
2: real quick, Nick, did you notice at the beginning of season one, like the third line is Miguel saying he was, uh, I'm actually from Riverside. So parallels buddy.
1: I'm telling you right now, man. I mean, I see a lot of myself in that kid. We're both, tall, both beautiful. We both have great hair. Huge. You know, we're both agile, very athletic, Kevin. Totally. Um, uh, and again, these are some recaps, guys. These are just some highlights, just to get, move us along. Uh, we get an awesome Halloween episode where Miguel dresses in the skeleton costume instead of the costume that his grandmother made for him, which I thought was hilarious. Um, and it also maybe just
3: a Spider Man or Deadpool, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it
1: started out <laughs> Deadpool, but then I, I guess it kind of just went to generic hero, and he's like, it sucks. <laughs> uh, and then when he went, he's like, I got a costume for you. And of course, when Miguel walks in mm-hmm. into the same – like that same high school setting in the skeleton costume, this is why this show's so good. Kevin, you you hit the nail on the head. These characters are complex and the situations they put them in are complex and the emotions I feel are complex. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't like that. That shouldn't be good. That should be a thing that triggers a very negative reaction in you. Cool. But, I, but the first thing I thought was that fucking costume would look so cool and it's awesome that he gave him that. But he gave him the costume, and it takes on a different meaning just like everything does, right? That negative costume that was like so – you know, that pivotal moment in Karate Kid where all Mm -hmm. of them beat the shit out of Daniel and Miyagi finally goes, I'll teach you. I'll train you. That shouldn't be that way, but they flip it on its side, right? They turn Mm -hmm. it for you. Anyway, Mm -hmm. we'll move it on. Uh, He looks great in that. Uh, uh, I'll turn it – as, as the story progresses in the season, Robbie goes to work for Daniel to piss off his dad because his dad is now training Miguel, uh, uh, and so he ends up uh, not only working for him but being Miyagi-Do's uh, first student. Uh, Miguel uses his newfound karate power to beat Kyler's ass. Uh, the video goes viral and, of course, is an excellent recruiting thing for Cobra Kai, uh, and they're off to the races. Uh, soon after, Eli, who is now a hawk, and Aisha, who, who for some reason just disappears after season two, uh, gets karate powers them? also.
3: They, they, I mean, they actually, it in, makes
1: total sense that if yeah. the fucking your kid got into a giant de- death-defying brawl with someone that wound up with someone in a coma, you'd probably be like, "You're fucking News. Cool.
4: Yeah, the directors, her, the, the writer said that they didn't have a, a space for her. They didn't really know where
0: to put her. Like, which is kind of shitty. Yeah, honestly, That shit. Like, like some behind the has... shit that I've read seems pretty bad. Really, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, of like why that actress isn't
3: returning. It's that just sucks.
1: like seems yeah. like she was written out. That's unfortunate because I really liked that character. Yeah, yeah I liked yeah. her too. Like I, I feel like it was um,
3: that was the first uh, character that connected uh, uh, Miyagi Dojo. Both factions, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, that was that was the moment, but also that was the first she when she comes into the dojo. I think she actually is the first student to come in, right?
3: She's the well, she's and, the second student.
1: The well, second. Mi- I'm sorry, Miguel's the first student, but she's the first after the video goes viral. She goes, "I want to learn karate," and of course, that's another growth moment for Johnny, where he's like girls can't do karate and Miguel's like that's a very out- I and mean, he literally turns like sensei that's a really outdated like uh outlook on, on 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 the world right now and he goes fine and he pits them against each other and then of course she does what I would do in that situation or at least hope to do just a perfectly executed just blast double on Miguel and takes his ass down to the ground and I'm like and then Johnny has that moment of like growth where he's like oh I was wrong she can totally do it let's go Tim Gatty's from kind of funny
0: Another thing I really appreciate about this show, and it's something that can only exist in this new era of content on you know YouTube, Netflix, and all this stuff, where it's like not beholden to people telling them what they can and can't do. Like Johnny Lawrence's character in this show, he starts off, he is racist, like blatantly racist racist, to a point where it's like he's not horrible. It's it's you'd think starting Cobra Kai where it's like, Oh, it's Johnny Lawrence, and like was Daniel the bully? Like, we all heard that pitch. But seeing this, it's like they started off and it's like, no, Johnny Lawrence is not the good guy. Like, he is not a great guy. He's bad. It is 2020 and he's a bad guy. And, you know, he beats up fucking kids. And it's like like, so much shit happens quickly. But I love that we're now seasons into this show and they still have him saying pussy. They still have him being the character he is. They, They use the words they want to use to be the character that he is. And I love that they're showing that, like, even these people that, they mean well. they They have a good heart. There is something in there, and it's like they can learn. They can grow. And that growth isn't going to come all at once, where it's like, ok, you're you're doing only things you should, not the things you shouldn't. And it's like, that's something that I, I don't think I've seen in any other show ever, period,
1: but there's also there's also moments too, that I think they they craft very delicately but very brilliantly, where, some of Johnny's like toughness left over from the 80s is actually what these kids need, and so you have that back and forth, right? Absolutely. You're like, Johnny, you can't talk but, to people like that, but these kids also might be just a squidge too sensitive. And well, when Johnny yeah, puts the, that in the situation, they rise to the occasion, and it's pretty interesting. It's it's interesting, it's the, that we, it's the like the Josh ahead, McCougar okay. from, from I, uh, good, good guys, all around guys, the, the good people, the, association? good people association. Is,
2: um, the uh, the thing is that you know, he he says what like every dad in the South wants to say to their kid when they come home and they're like, I want a blue streak in my hair. Right. Like he's just calling them kind of like, he's just being that mean dad who like just got home from world war II, And his son's like, I think I'm going to be a ballerina. Like that's, that's what Johnny Lawrence is getting at. Right. Like he has, there's no, there's only one straight line. And yes. It's very funny. It's, it's, it's very Johnny Lawrence, but also his learning curve, isn't much of a curve it's, it's a very flat line that he like Deviates from every it now and then. It is a line, yeah. It's a line because he's true. still calling him penis breath in the second to last episode of season three. <laughs> That's uh,
1: right? When hot, yeah, and it's. I mean, there's that moment in the end of season three where he tells the kids, he's like, "If you want to be a part of like my karate, join us in the park, 4 p.m." And he walks out, and he slaps the books out of the kids' hand, and he's like, "Sorry, kids, <laughs> Sorry. old habits die <laughs> old hard." Habits.
5: <laughs> <laughs> old
2: habits.
1: Anyway, uh, and again, to, again to the to the writing, like you end up liking this character in spite of himself, which totally. I think is a good place to start with the character. And I tweeted it
2: out. I tweeted um, it out last week. I was like, if anybody deserves an Emmy nomination in this show, it's Billy Zabka.
1: Because mailing it, yeah. And the writers. I think the writers should get an Emmy for
2: writers. Totally. But Billy Zabka's performance of Johnny Lawrence is unwaveringly confident. And it's good. Right? Like you don't think he's yeah, they 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 commit commit. you don't think he's acting where a lot of like no offense to Machio, he's acting. Like you can see it. The wife Probably the second best actor on the show behind Zabka. Everybody else is acting on the show. Like poor is man. Is Daniel Mouser. Russo acting?
0: Cause I yeah. I don't see it. I cause You don't. I, I, I have a I have a thing with Daniel Russo in, in Cobra Kai that is it's not about the acting, because like it's just that it, it doesn't feel like the Daniel Russo we know. Like all of Nick's impressions do not apply to this man that we're seeing. No, no, and like it's been 30 years. Yeah,
2: so something's changed. Yes. He's been changed. living in I, Southern I, I California
0: for 30 years. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a, it's just a little. Of, he, just, he doesn't have the fun. He just, he's not like bouncing around ever. He's like always just kind of buttoned up and lame, which I think kind of fits. But I, I think it's acting.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: I, I think. Right. I, think that, I think that. I think that. I think that William Zabka had a bigger range of where the character needed to go. And I think he does nail it. Um, yeah. I will say, though, that one of the, one of obviously the delights was seeing Elizabeth Shue rejoin the cast. But the second she did, and this is no disrespect to the rest of the cast, but she is so much better of an actor <laughs> that it almost feels like she's out of place in this kind of material. Totally. But the fact is, you like deep down, you can feel that she was having fun when oh, she was yeah. filming it. And so you just go, this is the greatest show I've ever made. I don't give a shit. Like, she's smiling the whole time. And you're like, I don't think this character should be smiling there. But you know, it was just like Elizabeth. She was like, this is so awesome that we're doing this. Thing. Who gives a shit? Yeah. It's a yeah. anyway. high school digress.
0: reunion, man. It is, like, here's it the is. thing. It's a high school reunion where these characters are here and they don't fuck. They essentially all admit to each other that they want it. They want to fuck. And that's yeah, all anyone really wants sure. to know yeah. is that it could have happened. Yeah, it could have happened. Tim, the whole time, That's absolutely
1: right.
2: The whole time you are – you. Like, at least for me, the whole time I'm thinking, please don't go with Allie. Please don't kiss her. I love oh, for sure. that that Billy Zabka's, uh, Johnny Lawrence's, you know, come to Jesus moment is Allie telling him, like, I hear about this girl. She sounds amazing. He's like, she is amazing. He's like, you know, all our good times. The good times way outweigh the bad. It's great to see you guys. Yada, yada, yada. And he goes back to see the wife. Like, I didn't want to see him with her. I loved the the reunion. I thought it was glorious in every sense of the word. But I'm very, very glad that that, they didn't take the route of Johnny Lawrence being Johnny Lawrence of 1985. They took the route of Johnny Lawrence finally making the right decision after three seasons
1: uh i also uh, i think i'll throw it in here it might be in season two we do get i think it's ed asner is that who plays his stepdad yeah. yes uh yes. is just a complete dick and so there's that moment where i thought, I thought it was brilliant where they're like johnny was a rich kid well guess what johnny wasn't a rich kid johnny's stepdad was a rich was was rich and he was an asshole and that's yes. what led johnny originally to cobra kai in the first place because johnny was being abused at home uh and that's what the first time we really understand that this show is going to be about Bullying, what causes it, the cycle of violence, the cycle of abuse that, that goes behind that, and how uh, violence only begets violence, which we're going to see a lot in this. Uh, anyway, with their newfound karate powers, Hawk and Aisha <laughs> and Miguel go to uh, to crash a birthday party for the actors. I can't remember her character's name. Uh, the Moon. whole gang. crashes. Moon moon um no no, no not moon no, it's and the, the other, other blonde girl, girl. Yeah. it's the blonde girl's birthday party um When's miguel acts dangerous? like an abusive asshole asshole and accidentally hits sam because she's been grounded and hasn't gotten back to her he she shows up with robbie there's that whole love triangle thing that's happening and it's very reminiscent of uh He's the scene on the beach
3: for the with, first time right
1: he has and yeah. boy he was not laying off those 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 cores Ooh, he liked um, the, the blonde girl gets a front wedgie which i thought was just completely ridiculous um and then we're off to the races into the tournament. We'll just okay. skip ahead to the tournament here. The ridiculous? 50th under a because I've never heard of a front wedgie You've before, never but it was, heard I was of like that was really You painful. grew up in it. You grew up yeah. in it for time, so man. Weird. Dude, the idea of anyone giving anyone a front wedgie is that I like that's the first time I've ever seen that. I'll be honest it's with you guys. Equal wow. opportunity, man. The
0: the early 2000s and late 90s yeah. were a different time.
1: Guess so, man. Guess so. Um, sorry, hold on a second. get down. They can't even see it. Okay. okay. Um. <laughs> no, they can. They could. They could. They could. Okay.
0: Okay.
5: Just a
1: little
4: bit. Just uh, a little bit. the fifth,
1: the fiftieth under eighteen all valley karate championship starts, uh, and of course it's the Cobra Kai's. And that, by the way, the, you want to talk about a hype moment, Tim? You want to talk? Mm-hmm. About- I do. I really <laughs> do, Nick. Do <laughs> you it. Fucking understand? You don't even know what hype is. You don't know. <laughs> he goes, guys. You can't. You're not going to fight in those fucking white geese. You're not gonna fight in the white geese. Oh my god! And Mm-mm. Tim, when the fucking thing starts and we hear Cobra Kai dojo, they come in just like they did before, marching, and they're in the sleeveless black and yellow geese, and it's it so is so,
3: cool. it's so
1: fucking cool. cool. I can't yes. even. Say. And again, you're not supposed to like it, but you do. uh Anyway, I do, I do
4: really want to make quick mention though. I got very emotional when Johnny Lawrence. Gives him his white key, his old white key. Ah, oh, the old white key. Uh, yeah, w- once w- once Miguel comes back and they realize, like, oh, you won the fight. You kicked all those kids' asses at school. Let's go out to the trunk of my car. This is obviously when Robbie sees Robbie him sees hug, it, hug, it, hug his out. dad. Uh, sees Miguel hug seen. his dad or whatever. But that moment, like, I got teary eyed. It was it was such it's an a emotional beautiful, It was such a beautiful moment between these You're two, right. you know, teacher and student that. You know didn't really see eye to eye and now they're kind of becoming more connected i thought it was great
1: uh somewhere in here also uh johnny gets a dope ass charger uh which i was like why would you just <laughs> oh
0: yeah he did dude
1: yeah he did and then he and then he like it gets oh, it out so it's car. like the cobra kai mobile which is it's awesome so beautiful. Uh, it's. Uh, uh We also get introduced to Daniel's whole family. We also get introduced to Daniel's dumbass cousin, who decides for some reason to get some Hell's Angels to go beat Johnny's ass, and then Johnny just schools yeah, yeah. them all. Thanks. Anyway, Dude, I, I
0: love. I, lo- I loved that though, as a, as a moment, because that I think was the first moment in the show that made me go like, "Oh no, don't do that! Don't do that!" You know, like mm-hmm. it's good because I, I didn't expect it, and those characters were so just too- stupid and like whatever. But I love that they're back now.
2: <laughs> like, I know. I, lo- I they, love. They're
0: so characters. good now.
2: Two very two very like well-known LA comedians Brett Ernst and Dana Dute play Cousin Louie and Anoush. Oh. They're like they're great. two guys I, I you know go and see all the time.
1: Yeah. Josh, you could have definitely nailed the Italian who's a little bit like lax with the rules, but you know, my he's my cousin who owns the dealership. Eh, well, so co- so not. Cousin
0: Louie is cousin Louis the son of the um, uncle that we uncle saw Louis, yes yes I love, yes. It. Oh, God, I love that's it a
1: good no
2: and uh, I like anyway. that his mom his mom's really only in like season one and part of season two really
1: oh, oh my yeah God, that's right but she's so she's when, she, when we three. see her she's so great it's yeah. so great to see her back yeah uh anyway we go to the competition miguel and and the cobra kai's are of course cleaning house miguel gets to the finals robbie gets to the finals uh robbie injures his shoulder unfortunately which miguel uses to his advantage to win um and i love this because it's not supposed to go down that way and if you remember daniel injured his knee but pushed through and robbie just did uh was he just couldn't do it man and miguel ends up winning and it's conflicting right because you've been with miguel the whole time you're kind of rooting for both of them but miguel has turned to the dark side at this point you don't want him to win but he does and thus solidifies cobra kai uh so much so that the flare has gone up into the sky and who should see that kevin that's right john crease he's john back he comes <laughs> back and his hair is just.
4: The most anime. silhouetted look in the doorway. Oh, walking yeah. there smoking the cigar and you're like no way are they doing
1: this right yeah now. <laughs> right, buddy, they are <laughs> they are and i love oh. by the way in season three he gets the cutout back but it's a new cut out of him yeah. a new standing <laughs> yeah. of him hilarious uh season two starts and johnny has let crease back into his life and after much debate he allows him to come and, and be a co-sensei with him uh but immediately it's not it's it's not long before crease just uh starts poisoning the students with his brand of no mercy We've been introduced to that idea as well, which Johnny has now trying to dial back because Miguel and Hawk, uh, quote-unquote, were dishonorable uh, by using someone's injury against them. You have to fight someone. He said, they said it, and I quote, it's a pussy move to uh, to beat someone when they're not at their best. Uh, you got to fight people when they're at the best if you want to be the best. Uh, Robbie ha- has ostensibly moved in with LaRusso's now because his mother has absconded to Cabo, uh, and he tries his hardest not – he tries his hardest not to make out with Sam Tim. And you think to yourself, yeah, fucking right. Make out. Yeah, make out. fucking right. <laughs> First off, you put, I mean, this is why I don't have kids, because you have kids and you let that little long-haired bastard in, he's going to make out with your daughter at some true. point. Totally. You're not keeping those, yeah, you're not keeping those kids two kids away. He might be on one of he, the most
0: beautiful as, human beings I've seen since Brink. Like It's a just kid. a beautiful thing. Oh, my yeah.
1: God. He does look like – No, he, he looks like – Brink. He could be he looks, the,
2: like it, a bad guy in Brink.
4: It's the, like, it's the same 90s hairstyle from Airborne and Brink. Airborne. It's, it's the butt cut. It's,
2: it's the butt cut. It's so good.
1: Anyway, I somebody
2: you know, like true story is somebody that was adopted by a karate family with a hot daughter. I get why you think that was going to happen. <laughs> Because, <laughs> because I, I clearly I made out with the daughter. I mean, everybody knows that's what's of, going course. To
1: of course, of uh, course, <laughs> of course. Robbie waits. You know, he holds out for all of one day before they eventually strike up a relationship. And now it's Robbie and Sam, and Miguel, and the newly introduced Tori, who oh, shows up Tori. like a hurricane. And I love, I love, I love every, I love every the second of it. Introduction
3: of the character is so dumb. Like, oh hey, you guys won. I've always liked fighting. I want to join and then she it's it. so it's just that's the, the by the way
1: this is the moment the show became anime I just want everyone yeah. to know yeah. when, like people start walking off the streets and that's their character introduction of course we'll learn a lot more about Tori and yeah her
4: walking in I'm like oh she's gonna be some problems right here
0: it's <laughs> hey, gonna be a problem
3: <laughs> <laughs> there's so uh, many characters they introduce at this point that like you're like oh these are gonna be throwaway characters but like they do stuff with Stingray they do stuff with the two tall bullies that are like end up Though, like, I love the you know, two tall, do, the tall, yeah. the no, Pro I guys. do too, but it's just
1: I love that dynamic, but you because think, it's the payoff for all of this is so good because they were all friends and yep. then they eventually come back. It's so,
4: it's so weird and rare to have a show with this many characters that when I watch a show, there's always going to be a couple people that I'm like, oh, background people, yeah, quit cutting this fucking scene. But in this, like in this movie or in this show, a lot of these characters, again, not great at acting, but mm. I don't. I'm never mad whenever they cut to the little storylines. It's always just like, cool, I want to see what's going to happen uh, between all these people. Well,
3: yeah, Absolutely. that's what I was trying to say. It's so cool that, like, they pan around in the start of season two and we see all these new people. And you're like, oh, I'm sure we're not going to see them too much. But instead, it goes the opposite where so many of them have moments where we're like, oh, I, like, I don't know any of their names, but like I know that kid. I know the little one. The nerdy he kid, fought the other nerdy, uh, the kid, nerdy kid with the glasses.
2: Fat guy, tall guy, other fat guy, Hawk Girl, penis breath, angry Hawk Girl, Hawk. Uh, you know, Robbie. I mean, you've got it all.
1: Hawk is the only one that I feel like they could have done a little bit more with that character because he quickly becomes the one-note socio psychopath. Then I think it's unfortunate well, they did, that they though. did that to that character because I think well they eventually do, but in yeah. all of season two, you just fucking hate him you just
2: he got bullied well, and he got bullied I mean, yeah, f- because of his lip but you also did you guys ever go to a karate party in high school and have to drink while standing on one leg because I didn't and I'm a little bummed
1: about yeah. it Josh it if you love, want when this well whole pandemic down. is over we can do just that we'll do, we'll yes! do uh chair or stool drinking whatever Nick, the fuck they did anyway, anyway yes. we
4: have we have that one we can moment, a moment can where it, we, we, we can have that do one
3: moment where
4: Hawk we have the moment where Hawk is talking to the other nerd forget his name Dimitri, oh. is, Dimitri. No. Dimitri. Yeah, D- uh, Dimitri and Hawk are sitting on the couch and he's like, Do you hear about the new Doctor Who. Uh, oh, <laughs> is, is he good? Oh, she's great. Oh, really? No way. And you start to see those little small moments. And you're yeah. like, oh, this is going to be this is where the turn might begin. And then the turn doesn't happen there. And you every time you think there's going to be a turn, there isn't. But then when we finally get the turn, it doesn't
0: make any fucking sense. And no, that's makes what really sense. bummed me out with Hawk.
1: It's unfortunate. Yeah, but also
0: just, I, and I, I totally agree with you. Like I said earlier, but I love Hawk just in general. Like him, the lip thing, then becoming Hawk, having the mohawk, changing the color of the mohawk, getting the tattoo, getting the moon tattoo. That if you notice in season three, turns into becomes a fucking reaper. reaper. Yeah, it's just so fucking great. The Sick. dumb little things yeah. that they add. Yeah, Nick, I don't know. I, I I I haven't seen season two for about a month now. But uh did we skip past the part of learning the balance on the? in the pond of Miyagi-Do I think I don't have that in my
1: notes but that's kind of happening as this is all going. okay
0: either way I fucking love it this is probably the first scene in the entire franchise so far of Cobra Kai that I'm like this is pure Karate Kid goodness uh Mm -hmm. they're learning a lesson with all of this them learning together to to balance it all out I was like I have chills from head to toe for five minutes straight
4: yeah and then it all pays off in when they fight in the mall and they're in the Mm -hmm. food court and we have the top down shot of Robbie and Samantha yep. fighting, and then it cuts to the top down shot of them on the pond doing the same thing. And it's the coolest, like stupid, really
1: gimmicky, so gimmicky. Cheesy, so gimmicky cheesy trick.
2: But it but works, for it's,
5: good.
0: it's so well, it is. Fun. It is what it is. Sick.
1: Um More highlights. Eli trashes the Miyagi Dojo and steals the Medal of Honor, which of course oh, he shows when Eli. they all go out and fight in the park. Um, uh,
3: so, oh, Hawk rather. No, but no, it, no. It, it's it's it's. I like that you you use his actual name. It's just one of those moments where I was like, "Who's Eli?" It's Hawk. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Uh, to, the dude to, from- what, to one thing Andy said about, about Hawk and and uh, Dimitri. When we have that moment when they're having that nice conversation they're having, that is a turn for Dimitri where he makes fun of him for being a nerd afterwards, right? At the party.
1: Yeah, he yeah. pours beer on his head and he's yeah. like, I don't, listen, I don't watch that nerd shit anymore. Yeah. And, of course, by now his – and by now, I mean there's been some very real consequences to Hawk's sort of uh, progression toward being a bully and trying to be that alpha in that he loses Moon uh, forever basically. She's like, I don't – she has that moment where she's, she's like – She's a lesbian. Wanna- I don't want to date you. I i don't want to date a bully is what she says to him and then moves on and, of course, moves on to a relationship uh, with someone else. Um, but I think he has – an like that's what's so crazy about watching this is when you watch these characters go through, you just want to pull them aside and have someone fucking talk to them. Dude. And they just – it's just ah it's so hard to watch anyway
4: I love I love that moment where Moon where Moon kisses the girl that he yeah. was gonna go try to hit on like yeah fuck you ah huh? go fuck yourself but dude, but man.
1: to his to his credit to his credit Demetrius says she looks really happy and he goes she does like he doesn't have any he doesn't have any issue with her sexuality he's just re- he's just having a hard time rectifying the fact that he's been the impetus and the cause of their breakup to begin with he just and doesn't I, want to admit
2: that to himself. I love the the like the secondary hot girls from West Valley High because they look very West Valley High like you know, blonde, kind of bubbly, you know, hot, the the cheerleaderish kind of a thing, but also West Valley, and they bring that really hard in season three because those two girls—one that comes back from France and the other girl—I mean, they 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 the casting on those girls is spot on. Comes back from
3: France, uh, the, the the front wedgie girl. Yeah, dude. the front wedgie. So she was like oh, the, she the was girl God, bully. Yeah. yeah, and then and I love by the way that she ends up making out with the beach. We'll get there. We'll yeah. get
1: there. Uh, the dude from Richard Jewell is introduced and he's hilarious. Uh, Johnny <laughs> falls in love with Miguel's mom Carmen and and has a little eighties uh, inspired dream about her, which is hilarious as well. Uh, oh, Sam, great. And Robbie, Sam and Robbie, Sam Robbie go skating dressed as uh, the characters from Pretty in Pink, and I hate normally I hate when they do this because they write dialogue for these actors and I'm like neither of these kids have, have seen, ever seen never. they do not know who James Spader is they do not know who Molly Ringwald is they don't get the significance of that god awful pink dress that she made herself which every year you're supposed to think was great and why I cringe every time she puts it on but I digress it's great seeing him dressed as Spader and her dress as Molly Ringwald I don't give a shit if these kids don't know what the fuck they're talking about anyway they move on and then of course uh, Sam gets in a, in a skating fight with Tori which just seems like a fucking ACL tear waiting to happen oh um, totally Robbie's mom it. goes to rehab. Wait, Johnny wait, 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 kicks one, wait, out. one more
3: second. I just want to go back to the to the skating ring. Isn't this the moment where Miguel's like, "Hey, can I borrow this jacket?" And he comes out with a yeah. fucking leather bomber, and it just looks so fucking cool.
1: So sick. So dope. <laughs> Tim, put it back on. What the fuck it's, are you doing? It's
0: way too, too it hot.
1: hot. It's cold. Tim, cold. Tim doesn't and know right how to commit. Get him. another Get course and put it back on, my friend. We got one half a page left of this. Get him a banquet. Uh, Get him a banquet. Johnny. Johnny kicks Crease out of Cobra Kai in an attempt to salvage uh, the soul of his dojo for not once, not twice, but I guess a third time at this point. Uh, Johnny and Daniel double date, and I love this episode so much because it's the first time these characters actually get a chance to talk and, t- and talk about their feelings to each other. Uh, Sam gets drunk uh, with what was Josh was talking about before, which I guess is something that kids do nowadays. Tim, I didn't grow up in the 90s, but is that what kids do? They just want to stand on chairs and drink beer until one of them falls off. It sounds like, 90s I mean, is honestly, like
2: 2010. Yeah. I've never yeah,
0: seen that 2018. I think it's just, I've, I've never temporary. seen it happen, but I'm not shocked. Have you seen TikTok, Andy? That's
1: yeah. right. No. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> which of course, uh, say, uh, Robbie being stupid, instead of taking her back home, he takes her to Johnny's instead. And Johnny, instead of being any, like, no adult would do this, but Johnny does it anyway. He would, em- I mean, Christ's sake, he would, he's not stupid. He would immediately call Daniel and be like, your daughter's here. You yeah. But 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 that's
2: Johnny Lawrence, man. Johnny Lawrence doesn't. He doesn't play by your
1: rules, Nick. You idiot. He's trying to it it, it, to his to his credit or not his credit to his defense. I guess he's trying to rekindle his relationship with his son and be cool. But he makes the absolute wrong choice here, and we know that because Daniel comes in frazzled the next day, kicks the door now, and they get into a fight. uh, And then Sam he he pulls Sam out. Uh, and then they break
2: the tv yeah
1: yeah Uh, i forgot to mention at the party sam kisses miguel which tori sees of course tori waits till instead of blowing up at that moment uh, because the cops come tori waits till the next day where she comes over the loudspeaker and straight calls sam out and at this point i'm like oh there's gonna be a bitch i'm like at this point tim Because I'm, you know, I'm not a visionary, okay? Mm -hmm. I have a very small-minded person. I don't have an imagination. I don't really understand how things work. My phone is magic to me, okay? I'm thinking they're going to fight in the parking lot after school. In no reality could I have fucking imagined a school-wide brawl would break out so a la Daredevil Season 1 where it's just one continuous shot It's so Mantis comes, it what's his name, not Mantis Man. Stingray comes in and slaps someone it. in the back of the fucking knee starts wrecking <laughs> shit and you get all of the pair-offs that you wanted to see Tim, the X-Men versus the Magnetos people they all come and they're all paired it's- up, the two big guys the two little guys, everyone's fighting who they're supposed to fight. It's literally like one of those old arcade games where like Marge Simpson or like
2: the Ninja Turtles or the or even the X-Men video game where you're all fighting four on four, but you all got to fight different people yep, as you're walking brilliant. across. Brilliant.
0: It's... Dude... Kevin, Kevin brought this up earlier, the the scene about the like the this book looks like it hits or whatever. And then we get the flashback, and Kevin was like, it's it's because no one would remember that. I remembered it, Kevin. I remembered it because I've watched this scene 15 fucking times. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like this, this I don't think that Cobra Kai or Karate Kid. Could ever be as good as this five minute section is it five mm-hmm. minutes is it 10 minutes oh, i don't it's like know.
2: it's so much five minutes it's, it's timeless. yeah it is it, like
4: it is the red uh, or it is the raid it is mm-hmm. yes, again the Daredevil. it is yep. it, it was so intense and i'm watching it just cheering in my bed i laughed so hard when miguel is just running down the hallway when the when uh, right after Tori sort of gets on the loudspeaker and he's running out like, bro, yeah, damage control Robbie. dog. Damage control dog. You got to go yeah, fucking save this you gotta shit. Work. Good luck, and bro. The fight, Good luck. the fight breaks out and it is just, it's nonstop, one shot sort of like, "Dude, how is this existing in a high school? Guys. I don't care. It's anime. Well, the and teachers come out
3: and like, they get their asses beat too. And like, they get to the point the where they're like, teachers come out and they're like, this. no, we're not, no, we're not, this is not our job. I, I love it. I this. love it. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love what?
4: Stingray being there, kind of being like, yeah, yeah, sure, fucking whatever, like pretending he's a security guard and still getting in on the fight. It's so great. He was getting. I expected to hate it, Stingray. And... I thought he was going to be the worst character, and I still enjoyed the part that he was Dude, in. Oh yeah, my god! The,
0: the, the he like taps he up on the flag a... thing when he pops up and he wins. I <laughs> lost my shit. Like yeah. that was amazing. Because I'm with you, Andy. He should have sucked. He did. Yeah. totally.
1: He is a thirty-year-old man you know who what? shows up to a high school party with a date. She's like, "I thought we were gonna, I thought we were gonna hang out with your friends." He goes, "Yeah, these are my friends."
2: <laughs> is that not what like? Oh, you know man. what? You know what scene you skipped over real quick? Uh, Saint hey, Nicholas. Kevin, that <laughs> is that, uh, <laughs> is that uh, the the scenes where Johnny Lawrence goes to hang out with all the old Cobra Kai dudes? and their one buddy oh, dies, I forgot and they, about put that. Him in, they put him
1: in a legitimate body they bag. They put him in a body bag. Oh, yeah, And then yeah, the, actor the actor died weeks Body
3: bag! Yeah, that's yeah. the same guy. So the actor, was I he love... actually sick, or was yeah. he died of something? Oh, yeah. really? Wow.
4: He
2: actually yeah. died,
3: yeah.
4: Because because yeah. I'll tell you what, during those whole sequences, I was like, this guy actually looks sick. Right? Like, yeah, yeah, but there this was another really good guy I was not sure
3: that also kind of looked like him, and I was like, is this... Oh no, no, he was I the priest. I no, know. yeah, I but I was like, is priest. the priest, He's not priest doing it? He's not a, He's a Oh, you're right. Was me. the was the pastor doing it in solidarity? I kind of had the feelings that that was going on, dude. But I actually I really liked that, that episode. No, because he
4: made mention about his hair, Kevin. the The pastor. Made mention that he lost, like, there's a joke and a back and forth between he and Johnny because he's like, Johnny, you look like yeah, shit yeah, or whatever. Yeah. He's like, Yeah, you're talking. Look at your hair or whatever. He's like, Yeah, no, but
1: what Johnny, what what there's what what a, I mean, uh, Andy, there's a moment where he and the guy who ends up, I think it was Tommy ends up dying, not Bobby, because it's Bobby, Tommy, Don, Johnny, and fucking, I don't know. They're so hard to keep track of to Yeah. bobby <laughs> loves a um, talk But he's sitting with the guy who's dying of cancer and he's like, he looks over to me. he's like, okay. I mean, by the way, let's talk about this episode for a second. The fact that all of them have a very negative reaction when Johnny says he's brought back Cobra Kai. Yeah. And when he realizes that he's like, I need to change this. And obviously this is the opportunity that Kreese needed to get in, really solidify his hold over the, over, over the dojo. Amazingly written episode. But yes. they're sitting on the log and the guy looks, he's like, Johnny, you have the most important thing. And in my first thought, Andy, was a great hairline. You still have that great hairline yeah, you still have it yeah you still got it and <laughs> nice he's like and, full, yeah. and i'm like okay yeah time very, that's important too that's really important but jesus billy zapka with that great hair am i Beautiful. right josh anyway i digress uh this ends up badly uh the brawl ends up with miguel of course now again another brilliant contradiction here miguel does what he's supposed to do he shows mercy to robbie when robbie enraged Uh, repays him by kicking him off the second story balcony railing and uh, putting him into a coma and potentially paralyzing him for life. Um, And then uh, the tears were
4: flowing. Oh, my God. When when Johnny Lawrence is in the hospital looking at him through the window, the tears were flowing for me. I was like, I can't believe that. I I mean, this is like at the beginning of Christmas vacation. I think when I watched this
3: this. and this is
4: another show that I ended up watching uh, another one of those mornings where I couldn't sleep. So I just watch the show like around nine in the morning. It's like, it is 10 something in the morning and I'm bawling my eyes out of Cobra Kai right now. I can't believe this. I cannot believe this.
1: Uh, Of course, Johnny does not take this. Well, he leaves uh, the dojo decrease forever uh, and says, this is a terrible mistake. I should have never brought this back. And then he goes to the beach uh, and he, I guess decides to just leave his, I have to imagine this car is at least worth 30 grand uh, at the beach. And he throws his (laughs) cell phone away forever uh, because he doesn't understand that Facebook is everywhere. And as he does so, the phone <laughs> lands in the sand and he gets a friend request from Allie. Dude, And that is how the season two ends.
3: <sighs> that, season that, three. Sorry, go I was going to say that, that joke that goes throughout season three where he's randomly like, I got rid of myself and I threw it away forever. I really enjoy that. Because he said <laughs> yeah, that too. several times and yeah. can't yeah. be contacted yeah. by people. <laughs>
1: It's, it gives me anxiety. I'm like, dude, get no, a fucking me too. phone. Yeah, it gives me
3: yeah. a lot of anxiety.
1: Uh, anyway, season three starts off. Robbie's on the run, uh, and karate has been banned from all high schools for life. Johnny uh, is basically at the tail end of a two-week alcohol-infused bender, and he is a wreck, and he gets arrested for assault. What? He yeah. decides to assault two giant dudes and by breaking one of their uh, – and they just fucking hand
3: him his ass. Um, Interesting they had him drunk. break the windshield. He's... Yeah. Like, he, you know, he had that moment where he breaks through the windshield, and he looks at his mm-hmm. fist, and it's a little bloody. Still weird. Yeah. Okay. I, I
1: didn't pick up on that. That was a good yeah. call. It's a good homage. Uh, Daniel and Johnny end up teaming up to go look for Robbie, uh, which results in them committing more assault against a random group of unsuspecting chop chop workers. Uh, well,
3: they're bad guys. Yeah, well, they're definitely bad. No, they were. They were like, you're going to leave okay. and call the cops. What cl- we're yeah. doing here is clearly illegal.
1: I mean, yeah. but again, you know, I mean, two wrongs don't make a right. If you're, if you're just, I mean, Kevin, I'm just a, I'm just making my living, stealing Porsches and chopping them up in my garage. And then these sure. two asshole sure. 56 year olds come in and beat my ass, dude. I'm just not, I'm not having a good day. Uh, we get the completely, ridiculously over the top backstory for John Crease, which involves a snake pit in Vietnam. Uh, that whole thing plays out. And we already talked about that's the that's his first encounter with really understanding the no mercy, uh, showing mercy has consequences. So he decides the rest of his life I'm never showing mercy again. And also, this dude hopefully is a good investment because instead of saving Ponytail's life, I save this guy's life. Thank God he goes on to be uh, a nuclear understand? arms dealer. No, what? oh no, he like had
3: nuclear arms waste. Hid- <laughs>
1: Waste a nuclear waste disposal guy. Yeah, that's, that's what he it. used to yeah. do <laughs> illegally. Anyway, I can't wait. To uh, Daniel see goes. Him. I know, dude. They're gonna get him. He probably still looks great too. I, 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 nuclear arms dealer
0: Terry Silver. No, Nick. I said no future spoilers. Don't talk about season <laughs> seven of Cobra Kai.
1: I apologize. Uh, Daniel decides, uh, having uh, now feuding with everyone now and his his business uh, in peril because of all this karate talk. He's now the bad guy and his dealerships are going under, and Cooper tries to buy, and Cooper's a lovable asshole that you love to hate, uh, who has also stolen a noose from him. Uh, Daniel, in a last ditch effort to save his business, goes back to Japan to uh, rally for the, to to salvage his contract with Shit, Toyota? Do-yona? Yeah, Toyota. Toyota. I was like, why guys, did
2: come you on! Like... Did you not scream when he got to Japan? I was, I was, I was so flipping excited. out, and I was I... just waiting for Kumakei, uh, Kamiko to Kumiko. show. Oh my, Kumako. This... Oh my
3: God! Come on! This so show he goes is back so to good. Japan. He goes back to Japan, yes. and nice. I... it culminates. Like he... the way it culminates, and I'll let you get there, Nick. But I, when it says that, I'm just like, what? I love this show. First show <laughs> <I do> wanna... <laughs> you
1: he goes to back to, to Okinawa and, of course, who should he run into? By the way, I love I love the, the meta commentary on the fact of globalization where he walks in and there's like a fucking Applebee's in Okinawa yes. now. like everything's like an old navy and shit. Baby. And, of course, who should he find? Dancing. Still dancing after an illustrious career as a dancer. She has come back Still to dance uh, and, and, and help her community. Uh, Kumiko is there, played by oh, I, Tamlin Sanaka, I think is her name, right? Can someone look up that the actress's name? And she is... Every bit as fucking awesome as she was in that second movie. And it's one of those things where, like, this is one of those moments where Danielle leaned over to me. My wife leaned over to me and was like, so he goes to Japan. And he meets one of the women he was in love with back in the day. And she's still amazing. She's like, if you ever fucking do this, I swear to God. I was like, no, 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 no. no. That was a risky moment. That was a risky moment. I don't like it. It was. they have a great scene together, and obviously their chemistry is still there, which is why these two actors were so great in Cry to Kill Part Two. Uh, and then of course, she realizes the, the, the peril and how much of a toll it can take on you uh, for holding these grudges. So who does she call? Dude, I'll be honest with you. I did not, again, my cell phone's magic. I don't understand how walls work. Are we breathing air? What is this stuff that goes into our lungs? I'm a yeah. dumbass. I did not fucking see this coming, Tim, when he turned around and Chosen was there. I screamed. I was like, what? Genius. Anything can happen Genius. in this series. And of course, then Chosen being like, oh, my God, is this going to fight him? What's going to happen? Chosen playing the long con here. And long I con. love what they it's do. It's a long con. Long con, right? Where he eventually. Uh, Misdirection breaks. number one
0: yeah. in in this, theory, in this season so far. Him coming yeah. in looking like an asshole. And then like by the end of it, the, all the learnings that are just um, too fucking good.
1: You want to talk about anime? You let's how about we talk about the fact that there is hidden scrolls in Miyagi do karate that <laughs> Mr. Miyagi was too afraid to teach Daniel because Daniel wasn't mature enough to use them yet. I mean, like yep. death touch shit. Are Ooh. you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Of course, this shit is so complex, Tim, that it's written on an old scroll in Japanese hidden. kanji writing, and it's so complicated, it only takes one afternoon to learn. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, he's a prodigy, right? Like, at this point, yeah, he's you know, everybody I mean, knows he's
2: this, yeah. Kevin uh, he learned yeah. the drum technique he's like two safe. days. Yeah,
1: of of course, uh, Daniel. We get another scene that f- absolutely just gutted me. The fucking scene where they sit down, and he's like, "I really wish I could talk to Mister Miyagi right now." And she goes, "You can't." And she brings out the letters. So good. Yeah. And uh, what the part that got me? The part that actually legitimately made me cry to the point where I had to turn away because I was like, "Don't look at my shame." was when she reads her? him the letter and she goes, uh, Daniel's son's daughter, Samantha, calls me. And I, I forget the word he uses, but it's the Japanese word for grandfather. Mm. That got me. I was like, that's God damn it. That's good. Anyway, uh, Daniel, of course, is like his business still in peril, meets another character who he gets introduced. And that's why and when- sw- Go ahead. I swear to God, I did not see this coming either, Tim. I'm dumb as rocks. I see this woman. I was like, "Oh, Kumiko's got a friend that she brought in." And Daniel goes, "Oh my god!" And then they do the flashback, and it's the girl that it's the woman that he saved when she was a little girl in the tsunami. In tsunami, now Nick, look, I'm
0: different. I'm different than than a couple of you here because Uh Uh I watched the trailers where they revealed Uh that we're going to Japan. They revealed that Chosen was there. They revealed,
2: yeah,
0: that Kumiko would be there. And I was a little bit let down. The Game Awards we had chosen there, like, there, like some things were spoiled. Oh. I lost my shit when the fucking tsunami curl like, showed up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. Uh, <laughs> what a good. Of course, resolution she just happens too. to be the senior vice president for sales for Doyona. and but, she hooked Sandy back up with that contract.
0: Earlier, earlier, I said that like I forgot what it was, but like, it was the first moment that I was like, oh, when uh, when cousin. Uh, What's the cousin's name? Louis. Louis. Cousin Louis. When cousin Louis freaking had the biker gang thing happen, it was the first moment I was like, "Oh no, don't do this!" Like I'm stressed for these characters, and like I'm so invested, this is hurting me. This was one of those moments where, when she was like, "I'm the vice president," I was, I'm like. We're saved. We figured it out. Yeah. Going to Japan it. was worth it. Yeah. Is this thing? This thing.
4: And and oh meanwhile, God. Amanda's back at home is like, Larusso's been gone for three months. Where is yeah. he? <laughs> do, you,
1: do you think that when he here's my question for you guys? Do you think we got back? She was like, What'd you what'd you uh how'd Japan go? Oh, went great. How was the meeting? <laughs> Perfect. I nailed it. Perfect. Nailed it. Did you, did you see About any old friends? I did not. Nope. I did not see any old friends. I did not Just see I any, any see see it, old next question.
3: He, he called her every night or day. I don't know what t- how the time difference works there and told her exactly what happened every and he's like and I, I bumped into You'll Kimiko. Never believe- and she still does d- the dance stuff oh. and tomorrow I'm going to meet this person. He was very excited. I'm just happy we got to see
0: Chosen coming on a zip line again.
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, God bless. <laughs> oh, by the way, the actor's name is Tamlin Tamita. I got it wrong. Not
2: Tamlin yet. Tamita.
1: Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on he gets back everything's good uh crease of course is now has full control over cobra kai and he has pushed them beyond their limits take over. man quit uh, uh eli and and the gang get now we're now we're just having gang fights all the time someone's trying to steal a cobra so eli fights. ends up breaking dimitri's arm which is a which is like a bridge Ooh, too far oh him. my yeah. god um well, sam of course now is suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder because of that fight in the school and now has a wolverine scar uh johnny uh, Sam yeah, right
4: was, there was basically Opham. She was Op'em in Sammy yeah. Fried Ryan. Dude, yeah. that was
3: a powerful scene. Up, right? um. Just
4: sitting there like, right. you could have helped, Sam. You could have done something. But you're sitting there and you're watching your your friend get stabbed slowly oh. in the chest by a Nazi. Jeez. By yes. a
1: Nazi. Uh, Miguel, of course, has at this point, wakes up, uh, after Johnny comes back into his life and tells him to fight, uh, and together they both literally and metaphorically, uh, help each other get back on their feet. Uh, let's see, Johnny starts a new dojo, uh, with Miguel as his first student again. Uh, and he reveals the name to a group of his other students and it is Eagle Fang Karate. And at first I was like, that is not a good name, but I'll be honest with you, Tim, by the end of season three, I'm like...
0: (laughs) i'm right there with you man i'm right there with you like this they had a joke earlier maybe like two episodes before this where they were like trying to figure out what the name could be and i was like oh man they're making reference to how ridiculous this is about to be yeah. like this better be fucking good and i knew i was gonna be let down no matter what it was and i was let down when i heard eagle thing but then they kept joking about it and then it kept going and then yeah by the end i was like <laughs> i fucking love eagle thing
1: it's it's i want eagle thing well, shirt i I'm in. They,
2: they, they added the levity to it when they said, uh, Sensei, eagles don't have fangs. He's like, "Yeah, nerd. <laughs> so, like, good. so good. So uh, good. Uh, I want to do see. a
3: small shout out to Nick on something that he brought up the other day that I was like, oh, my God, that's brilliant. Uh, when they do the trailer in the first season, this is a while, or maybe it was the second season, when they talk about doing the trailer, what, what is it that uh, Lawrence says? He's like, hey, make sure oh, that at says, the end. Go ahead. Hashbrowns.
1: He says, put one of those hash browns, he's like, like, yeah, I want, you know, make this, send it to the internet, and before you do that, make sure it ends with uh, the Cobra Kai logo, and I want it to be chrome, and I want there to be fire under it. And that's how every episode of the show ends. And yep, he says, put yep. one of those hashtag hash browns on it or whatever the fuck it is. Damn. I want to be Billy Zapka's friend. So I want to be able to refer to him as Billy Zapka like Josh yeah. does right now, which just means they're friends in real life. Um, okay. Let's keep going here. what are we? Johnny starts new JoJo. Then, of course, Johnny gets a message from Allie. And I'm
0: still- sorry, 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 sorry. Like, I, we, we kind of, like, rushed really quickly through the Japan stuff when it came to Chosen and his character development and the fucking fight that they had. So awesome. like, cool. We have the scroll, but what did the scroll do? And how did that fight play out? And how did it end, Nick? How did that fight end?
1: Honk! I he fucking
0: honked him, man. Lost <laughs> it, dude. I was like, because
1: because the whole time you're thinking, oh wow. Like first off, I was like, wow, this character is kind of poorly written, right? They're kind of they're kind of one note a little bit. No kids, right? <laughs> and he's just being a dick, and I'm like, this is weird. He's like, I don't drink, I don't drink. When he does the honk and then starts laughing, I'm like. They, they committed to the long con. Such a long con, And yeah. it just <laughs> turns out that Chosen is like, oh, yeah, by the way, like, I felt sober. I was so defeated after that. I was just a huge, like, I was it, low as possible. And my uncle came back. Yeah, it's awesome What's his that? uncle took him back. And he didn't go to prison? <laughs> he didn't go to prison, but it's awesome that his uncle came back and said, hey, I'll help you. Because that's what you wanted, yeah. right? You yeah. just wanted his yeah. uncle to be like, hey, stop doing this. Like, don't, don't be an asshole. Like, Correct. let me help you with that. Of course – his redemption arc has been a long time coming and he is now a teacher which I assume I didn't know I didn't catch if he was a teacher of karate or a teacher of other things but he has students he has to go to class and do lot of stuff um, I so I think it was karate, was it karate? The,
3: the karate schools that his uncle had right I would imagine yeah that's
1: where he was like chopping log. fucking so yeah. cool anyway yeah the honk Tim oh my god he was like I've waited a long time to do that yep. like, that's awesome
3: but guys um, that fighting technique of like oh it just stops your limbs, limbs from working yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool
1: Take his weapons away when he wants to kill you. Take his weapons. away. I'm gonna start practicing that. Please Pretty do. sure I
5: can do
1: it. <laughs> um, Johnny gets a message from Allie, and I'm thinking there's still no way. And then we cut over, and it's like the mom comes home. I don't think it's the same actress as uh, it was in the first movie, but they recast her mom. She comes home, and she's like, "I'm so glad you're here, babe. It's great to have you here for the." And I'm like, "She's really just kind of out there chewing up scenery." And then we get, and the camera pans over, and who do we see on the couch? Elizabeth Shue. And she's like, yeah. And she kind of has a look on her face. So like, she's smiling. where like, she's looking through the camera at me going, yeah, Nick, this is I'm fucking here. happening.
3: <laughs> oh, the like, line is like, don't worry about me. I got stuff to do. And it's like, what? I got stuff to yes. do. This yeah. Is, you do. It's one of
4: like a million moments in this show that yes. you know is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yet when it happens, you still go, oh my God, no way. Like it's, it's so great, dude. It's so goddamn good.
2: I mean, the entire country club scene is like that whole thing. There's almost a spaghetti scene. It's so well shot. It's, I mean, it's just a gorgeous piece of TV cinema.
1: We can skip ahead to that. Of course, Johnny goes out with Ali, um, and he tries to put up a front first, and that that soon is dropped, though, as they both order cheeseburgers and start really kind of getting down. He kind of confesses her that life has been shit, and he's held this grudge, and his life since high school has just been nothing, and he's failed everyone in his life. Um, but he's trying to make it better. Then um, she invites him to a Christmas party. And I'm thinking, what kind of Christmas? I, yeah, this one took me off. I was like, I didn't see this coming at all. Of course, when they show up at the the freaking – the same what – what is it? Um, Encino Rosita, Oaks. Encino Oaks. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> These guys are just fucking great. I mean, it's like, Andy, we're talking – chicago bulls hide of their powers at this point yes. they're just beating everyone in this in this world mm-hmm. to me i'm like they're knocking this thing out of the fucking park i'm using yeah. a lot of bad sports analogies right now let's yeah. get back to the actual um john we have that great scene uh, of course uh, in the background of course the, the all Valley tournament is off and then miguel comes forward and, and gets it back on again dimitri makes out with the front wedgie girl which i did not see coming and that was fantastic uh johnny has a great moment where they all sit down and they finally, they, you know, they have that great moment at the uh, at the holiday party. And then we get a wonderful scene with Johnny and Allie where, you know, they almost kissed earlier. They went to golf and stuff. Apparently, that's still a place. Uh, and then they realize you can't live in the past. They hug and he says, I needed this. And she says, I did too. I it's love this. Very, yeah, I mean, very mm, cathartic. It's, very it's perfect. I mean, it's an amazing scene. Well,
3: but before this scene happens, we have them, uh, him hooking up with the, Miguel's mom. So like the, the juxtaposition of like, oh shit, he's We're now so going to go scared. on a date. And it's like, yeah, I was terrified. I was like, I don't want to Probably. fuck this up. I want him to be with Miguel's mom.
4: Yeah, because you see you see the writers planting those seeds. Yeah, and yeah I, what and, a relief. And I'm just like, I am so worried for Miguel's mom. I don't want her, I don't want this to be a conflict. Perfect. Not cuz I think it'll be a bad conflict cuz I don't want to experience it. I don't want her to be hurt by this shit. Mm-hmm. And then when we finally have that final conversation at the dinner where she where they say their goodbyes and you know, oh, okay, this is the end of Elizabeth Shue being in the show. This is perfect. Like this is she, her role to just perfect. sort of kind of be uh, uh, Johnny's kind of like open your eyes moment. Uh, the, it's just so good, man. It's Move so forward. goddamn good.
1: Of course, that yeah, came hot on the around. heels of of Daniel and Johnny finally having the conversation where they both admit they were wrong. They both admit that they acted poorly and were idiots back in high school. And, you know, Johnny at this point has already apologized to Allie for, you know, being an asshole to her and breaking her stereo. Uh, one thing that's of note, by the way, when I watched the interview with them was she was like, I really liked this scene because I didn't actually have that many scenes with Johnny in the first Karate Kid. No. And she said, in fact, the only time we really have a scene together is that beach scene and the rest mm-hmm. of the time she spends with Daniel. So she's like, This is really cool for me to get a scene with with both of you guys, which I thought. But was also, really cool. she
2: kind of gets that moment, which is like, I think a nod at, you know, John Peters and like the first crew that kind of wrote her out of the Karate Kid without her ever being asked, right? And She gets her like moment at the end there where she says, uh, you know, all the all the bad moments way or the good moments way outweigh the bad because she was kind of hearkening back to she had a great time on the first karate kid. And then she was just like basically not asked to come back for no reason.
1: And thank God, though, because she went on to do adventures and babysitting, which I is know. just knocked it out of the park. Um, get that we get another great moment. I just might put this in the script because I thought it was hilarious when she's like, What are you driving these days? And he says, An 83 Dodge Caravan, and she's <laughs> like, ah, She laughs, and then when it pulls up, she goes, <laughs> She has, I don't know if you guys will, will appreciate this, but she does the Elizabeth Shue laugh where it's just such a real like laugh out loud almost break with character moment and it's just it just reminded me of everything good in my youth we'll and move
0: on i love i love that makuga and nick are here talking about elizabeth shoe the way we would talk about topanga you know yeah. what i mean <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. yeah. that's it's, very. It's, you, i love
1: topanga you guys, you guys, <laughs> i love me some topanga you guys elizabeth so elizabeth shoe have you ever seen adventures of babysitting can i go off on a tyrant first or a tyrant what? for a second adventures of babysitting she plays the college kid who the high school kid is in love with. And I had such a big crush on her because of that. I was like, this gives me hope. And of course he doesn't wind up with her it because it's totally weird, and wouldn't work in the storyline, but she was just always the mature, too old for me crush that I had back in the day. And I'll never forget to this day, my wife and I watch uh, Avengers Babysitting at least once a year because we love that freaking movie. Also, shout out to Vincent D'Onofrio, who everyone thought apparently was jacked and hot and could play Thor in that movie. (laughs) I digress. Uh, Yes, the enemy of the enemy is my friend. Of course, while Johnny and Daniel are uh, repairing their relationship, there's another reparation that's happening over at the LaRusso house. The Miyagi Do students and the Eagle Fane students are creating a truce. They've come to the table and they're now negotiating bringing their two dojos together which we all knew needed to happen from the get-go and of course the big sticking point that they have to figure out later is how they get the two senseis to cooperate because that's going to be the hardest cool. part of this whole thing because now they, have all, they are all friends and of course Sam and Miguel have helped broker this piece uh, but it doesn't last very long because that little blonde kid gets thrown through a fucking window and it's the insane. ball
2: <laughs> <It's> insane, insane. <laughs> Guys, they pull into that house. Like, listen, I've showed up to a couple of high school parties with like three cases of beer and like kicked the door down and been like, "Let's get fucked up," right? <laughs> but I've never walked into a high school party and been like, "I'm gonna
1: kill somebody." Like,
5: <laughs> it is insane. It's yeah,
1: Awesome. It, it. Of course, the brawl breaks out, and at first, Hawk is is getting is kicking everyone's ass. But for some reason, when he sees Dmitri uh, getting the same armbar that he had the position he had before. He turns tail and says, all this is too much. And he's learned, you know, at this point he's 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 had his back and forth with crease and, and he's and he's like said, hey, I think you're pushing these kids too hard. Hey, you shouldn't be kicking people out. Hey, we don't need these other people. And finally he realizes that yeah. if he doesn't turn back to good, that will eventually happen to him. Andy from Andy. Cat
4: <laughs> The The only reason why, the, yeah, I've, I've already mentioned this turn doesn't work for me. Uh, but the reason why it doesn't work for me is I wish leading up to it there was a bit of hesitation written into Hawk they needed
1: to yeah They did, and and
0: and, and 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 I I'm thought... with you Andy but there no, was a go... the sense of bringing back Kyler and the the bullies like yep. them coming back season yep. three and he then joining it. Cobra Kai the <sighs> hesitance that we have Hawk go through this season that was the turning point I agree with you it wasn't well done but oh no I saw the. There. I mean I saw, I saw Kyler and them joining Cobra
4: Kai I didn't see that. I saw that more as like Hawk thinking, like I'm not the star student anymore. Fuck these new no, guys. He like was I, like fuck I, I, I'm enjoying
0: karate yeah. to fight them.
4: Yeah, that
1: was the bully. Yeah. He was the bully. That was a reason.
4: Yeah, I guess so. It's just, it's just like the start fights off with him with obviously blonde kid going through the window and him busting through the door and being like we're here to fuck you all up everybody like Hawk yeah. is like the aggressor in that situation what I needed to see is like on the drive there being like Kyler guys Beaming. we shouldn't be doing this like, totally. like I need totally, a yeah. little bit of that in order to make it all feel worth it you know I
1: agree that turn yeah. doesn't quite feel as gratifying as it should be I, I 100% agree
3: I, I think that it's not quite there but I do think that like and we've glossed over more like uh, in this recap a lot of the set for it where we get those moments where you know hawk is like hey we're going too far hey like don't don't do this like don't kick out my best friend in this dojo you know um so i i don't think it's i mean it's you know it's quick but i don't think it's out of nowhere
4: i I guess i I saw those moments more of him protecting the people in his dojo as opposed to we're going too hard on these other people like it never felt like he was worried about going too hard on the other team. He or was, he was always, really he was he really broke, worried
1: about his stature. He
3: fucking
4: in the broke dojo. Dimitri's well, arm. Like, I mean,
3: yeah, yeah, no, but I, I mean, think it like, would I was just saying the turn was he was seeing the bullies that had fucked with him now like having fun beating shit out of the people that were his friends not even that long ago cuz there was like his the the last guy that got kicked out when they had that like fucking death match of like if you lose you're out of the Uh, Cobra Kai which was really cool and ended with Dimitri beating the shit out of that one kid like to a bloody pulp so I just think that that it was escalated maybe the acting wasn't there to back it up and like there should have been more glances and one shot before they kick the door in where um, the girl bully is telling uh, Hawk to like hey let's fucking do this and Hawk's like I don't know would have been helpful but I I don't know I I, I see it
4: I also saw the scene where they stole the where they break into the zoo. Where they <laughs> steal Cobra. the snake. Yeah. And I saw that more of a this fucking Robbie kid. Fuck this guy. Kind of taking my 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 role here because like Robbie gets all the you know, everybody like loves Robbie for stealing the snake. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, hell yeah, Robbie, this guy fucking rules. And the anger that I saw from Hawk there was more of, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like. His security. He doesn't. He feels insecure now. Insecurity, now that Robbie's yeah. kind of getting praise, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. I don't know. I, I've already explained this to death. Anyway, keep going.
1: Fair point. Either way, uh, I do think, it, despite being maybe an supported, maybe supported. I don't know. But when he goes to kick Dimitri, and you're like, is he gonna panda roll over Dimitri's back and kick the guy in the chest? And yeah, he does. Yeah. You go. Yeah. Anything can happen in this world. Straight Anything up. can happen, and, and then, of will course, happen. They, they will happen back to back and they all beat yeah, each other sad. and what i like and then we cut dragon. over double to, dragon. to tori and sam and sam of course is having a trouble because she's still just you know still suffering from ptsd uh and she can't she doesn't know and tori is just using this completely to her advantage to just beat the shit out of sam and then i've said this before i don't know if this is where we get the flashback or not but i'm just going to say that it happens here because i want to see that flashback again this is it's again so the good. moment where daniel was like i had to deal with fear also we get mm-hmm. that shot where Mr. Miyagi, face to face with him on the mat, just screams in his face and says, Focus. "Focus." And that is exactly what Sam does, and of course, with the aid of a bow staff, she takes on Tori, who has nunchucks, uh, and they fight. Don't and she break gets... the
2: picture of Mr. Miyagi. Don't you dare.
1: Don't just, you don't Oh, you that's dare. that was the impetus. They Thank you. She broke no, the they, listen. You like,
2: you, you can do, do you can do certain things, but if you break a picture of Mr. Miyagi, that's her grandfather. That's the exactly. grandfather of everything. I Like the. Uh,
0: yeah, that was it. Don't that's
3: what. do it. What, do what Dude, we, we got three done. out
0: of four of the Ninja Turtle weapons in this show. Just want to we say sure we sure did. Get a we yeah, we did get the sai earlier. We,
3: a <laughs> we just need a fucking sword. We're, we're almost we just there. Need a katana. <laughs> um, the katana. Wait, force, real, real quick, Nick. Yeah. I I wanted. This reminds me of the when they went fishing when Sam and LaRusso go fishing, and later on when she's like, "All right, I'll I'll go back to karate," and he's like, "Great, now cast the the." Cast the real, cast or whatever. Yeah, cast the line, yeah. and it's like, yeah. hey, it? Oh.
5: <laughs> we didn't know either. Bro, we didn't know. either. I'm
1: gonna tell you one thing right now, Andy. You think you didn't learn any karate today? You learned a lot of karate today. You don't even no. know it. You don't even know how much karate, <laughs> Andy. That's Andy, show me thought. do the That's podcast. A, oh. Andy, do the podcast. Look at oh, that. Oh yeah. my God. <laughs> That's how you <laughs> crazy. You, defend, you block. You block. Yeah. Oh, oh, block point. Block point. <laughs> uh, all this, of course. Uh, uh, then uh, Miguel comes in and Hawk comes in and they stop Tori. And she says she calls Hawk a traitor. And he's like, bro, at this point, like, let's just stop. She goes, no, you're all traitors. I'm going to defeat you all. Runs off. Uh, and then Daniel gets word. Uh, and Johnny, I'm sorry, Johnny gets word after coming home very happy. Uh, he knocks on Carmen's door to tell her finally that he's in love with her and that he wants to pursue a relationship. But she is in tears because Miguel is bloody one more time. Uh, and he goes to Crease to finally end this uh, by having a very just down to earth conversation with this guy and explain to him why his behavior is unacceptable and that he will no longer be partaking in the cycle of violence. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he just starts beating the shit out of Creese and then they karate fight and then Fucking he Robbie tries to up, get in. But Robbie gets into it, and Johnny accidentally knocks Robbie out. Um, and then Daniel comes in, and he starts fighting Crease and uh, he's about to lose, but he uses the newfound power of the dark side of Miyagi-Do Karate to disable Kreese, Uh, and he's about to kill him, but all the students come in, and they finally decide, guys, there's one way to settle this, which I assumed would be in the end of season three, but oh boy, it was I'm happy that I was mistaken, and that is at the 51st under-18 all valley karate championship which i have to assume will be the season finale for for season 4 got to oh. be and that is God. fantastic and i'm thinking to myself what a great way to end this guys i couldn't be fucking happier right now what a fancy i don't need any more scenes kevin i don't deserve any more scenes <laughs> kevin this is like when you order taco bell and they accidentally give you three more menu items than you ordered and you're it's like, like
3: i only ordered I five i didn't need eight how did i
1: I don't know. And of course, we get it. It starts playing and it cuts over to me. We hear Phil Collins. I don't know if it was Phil Collins or not. Maybe it was a remake it was of like the a song. Yeah, it's it like it a, was cover. a cover. Yeah. But in the air, it Aaron, like I starts Cole's playing. Cover. And even though I know what's going to happen, I'm just like, fucking, please nail this. And they shoot it perfectly. We see all the students. The camera pans out. We see the other students. Now, Eagle Fang and Miyagi Do Karate are one dojo. It turns out the door opens. Daniel walks out. And I'm like, all right. Party's almost ready. Party's almost there. (laughs) Looks over. Rack focus. Johnny Lawrence walks in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Daniel's got the original headband on. Johnny's got the headband on that Allie gave him back in the day. They look at their students. They bow. They turn to each other, never breaking eye contact, and they bow. God (laughs) (laughs) damn. Holy shit. It's perfect.
3: Is there a post-credit scene? Is that when we get the phone call? That already oh, maybe that yeah.
1: happened before this. Sorry, yeah. Chris at some point calls. I think he calls Terry. Maybe after that? Maybe that's this is like, what
3: Terry
1: looks like now. And he's good looking. Yeah, on, me I mean, it's
3: gonna work. It's gonna work, oh, yeah. guys. So gonna totally here, work.
1: Here's the thing. Here's the where, thing. What does
2: he look like now? What did? Where, did, where did, I didn't see it. Did oh, click on it Watch stream. stream. Watch Stream.
1: If you click on that video, that says Watch Stream, you can see what he looks like.
2: Oh, he—he he, the
0: actor has said he's retired oh. from acting.
1: Oh, fuck. So
0: this one's gonna be. Now here's some little trivia for you guys. Elizabeth Shue. Absolutely not signed on for Cobra Kai season three when they did season two. Oh, yeah. When they teased that, they were just hoping they better bring his ass back. They better bring his ass back. I, I, I they they
4: will do. say that, uh, uh, again, leading up to those final moments, I just thought, you know, before that final fight there between, you know, Crease and Johnny and LaRusso, and then Robbie gets punched and fucking Robbie gets knocked out when he hits his thing in the face or whatever. The Preceding that, Johnny Lawrence pissed off. Right, go into Miyagi Do, and when he finally breaks in, like seeing Robbie there training, I was just like, "Oh, this is mm-hmm. this is flawless. Like you yeah. are doing the perfect thing right here." Yep. and it is. It's just like it, I think it, it's, it's Anakin, you know, yelling it, at Obi Wan, you know, like no, oh.
1: but it's not. It's what you wanted that to be, right? It's that turn where you go, I. Get it? This actually makes sense. This actually feels like it could happen. There's that moment where Robbie's like, you He finds out that his dad's supposed to come visit him the next day, and Johnny drops the ball on it one more time, and you just see him be disappointed one With more time pastor, by his father's friend. Yeah, and he's like, "He, I'm sure he wanted to come," and Robbie's like, "No, he didn't. He, I'm over it, right?" And then he gets another visitor, and you just go, "Please don't be Crease. Please don't be Crease." And it fucking walks in, and who's sitting there? Crease playing it perfectly. And of course, he's he is the emperor who has now turned Anakin to the dark side.
0: Yeah. God, it, I love this show. But where
1: it, but where it <laughs> felt it felt so weirdly not well done because George Lucas didn't know how to craft that narrative, they somehow fucking nailed it in this. You believe that Robbie would do that?
4: Yep. Yeah. And it's and it's perfect for me because I've always seen Robbie as the bad guy. So this is what I want. Like this is the this is the storyline that I've wanted this whole time. And you know, when Robbie gets knocked on the ground and Laruso walks in, is like, what the fuck, Robbie, you're good. And then he starts fighting Crease. And then eventually they're all out just kind of on the outside of the of the building of the little strip mall. And then Robbie walks out and he's like, get out. And it's like, dude, this is fucking perfect,
1: dude. I I love (laughs) it.
4: I love
2: it. So here's the here's the inside scoop, from what I understand.
1: Okay. Oh Josh, give us the give us the LA inside scoop.
2: So uh talking to a buddy, uh you guys, you I mean Nick knows Christian Harlow. Some of you guys know Christian Harlow. Yeah, he's he's good buddies with he's become good buddies with the Cobra Kai guys. He, how we got on on Collider back in the day because we were like the only people talking about Cobra Kai when it first came out on YouTube, like we were raving about it. So we got all those people on there, right? So uh, you know, we had talked about where's Terry Silver? Is he ever gonna come back in the show? And they were like, you know, we've reached out to him, but he's like politely declined a couple of times. Now, that was back in the day when it was on YouTube. Now that they have the Netflix clout and they've got the Netflix budget, even more important, uh, and they've got this whole storyline going, you know, that Terry Silver. The Netflix numbers. Yeah. And the Netflix numbers, exactly. You know that Terry Silver, he's going to come back. It'll probably be a limited role, it'll be like very small. I don't know what it's going to look like, whatever.
0: Which but I'm you know, fine with. I don't think I need a big I'm, role from that. No, oh, no, no nobody's I'm,
2: asking yeah. for the Captain Planet, you know, situation. I now, like the it. other one is Sean Kanan, who plays Mikey Barnes. Mikey Barnes. Mike Barnes. Who plays oh, Mike Barnes that's... in Cardi Kid 3. Who is
1: begging to be in this. Unbelievable. Is he really? He is, yeah.
2: Well, he was on So he was on Bold and the Beautiful for 17 years, almost 700 episodes of Bold and the Beautiful. And the first, my mom was a big Bold and the Beautiful watcher. So I came home the one time, and I see him on screen. I was like, Mikey Barnes? He's on Bold and the Beautiful? Like, I recognized him immediately, right? Wait, what He's does Mike like, Barnes look like now? He looks like an older version of mike barnes like pull pull him up kev you'll see can you up mike barnes now just type
1: mike barnes see what we get (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) so, that's not the actors. now now, (laughs) he's he's in some small stuff
2: but (laughs) oh my god when we brought the name bad boy mike barnes bad boy mikey barnes they were like the plan is always to get mikey barnes back in this show now i don't know if that'll be season four or when they definitely green light a season five and Mikey Barnes comes in with like a new dojo or some like international dojo. And we turn it into mighty ducks two. I don't know, but you know, Mikey Barnes might be in 4 We'll definitely be in five. Cortez, this
3: image. Right here was so good.
4: I didn't want to say leaving up to or leading up again. You know, I was so relieved by the moment that we see Robbie there in the dojo with crease and you're like, Oh my God, this is beautiful. This is exactly what I wanted but another moment that i was really excited about and it's that moment you get when you're watching the newest episode of breaking bad or in my case right now i'm really excited for better call saul to come back right and you're getting and you you happen to pause the video and you see how much time is left in the episode
2: you get and that's
4: either a good thing or a bad thing right and i was so relieved when we were in episode 9 of season 3 and we we're like the all Valley tournament has not happened yet this shit yeah. is not going to happen this it's season they're going to save yep. this for season four yep. I was so relieved but like leading up to that knowing oh this is like some shit's going to happen before we even get there and I'm so excited for it yeah <laughs> totally
0: yeah because we need Miguel totally back in perfect health yes. Totally. yeah I don't want a half Miguel I want 110 no. 110 Miguel I will say my biggest disappointment with season three is that I am not on the press side officially for all this, because Ugh. the press got sent a Netflix care package that included a bomber jacket. Andy, this bomber jacket is reversible. Can where I'm one side you? is Cobra Kai oh. and the other side is Miyagi Do. Oh my God. How are we so, this? Oh my
1: God. That's
2: cool.
0: This is the I've stuff we would have got a collider. Every fucking day
2: for this shit. This is the stuff we would have got a collider back in the day for sure. And it's a bummer that that was run into the ground by a bunch of morons. But uh yeah <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: that is that does sound effing incredible and i know that, that they would awesome. have sent one care package to collider and i would got i would have gotten none of that i'm shocked that you guys aren't getting a cobra kai care package
0: we're just it's not awesome. on that we're, we're not on the entertainment if anyone has access to this bomber jacket please hook me up i can't even find a picture of it now that's my thing is it.
1: my thing is i don't know about you guys but i just want to be william zapka's friend because yeah. he's like yeah.
2: he's, the he's the only one that never came in he does not like press he's very shy that he's, he doesn't like stardom uh so this i whole think i is, think
0: that's changing i think with all this it's changing because like uh, a good a very good friend of the show cameron cuff got to be on a panel with him fairly recently okay and he was saying that william zapka is the absolute best human being he's ever met uh that, that he's awesome Wait, and how do dude. i
2: know cameron cuff he was on, he came into
0: Collider,
1: he Krypton. Right? Yeah, he came in. Yeah, he, he probably had him on for, he was on uh, Krypton for a while. He was yeah, the star of that Krypton. He came and
2: he recognized me before I recognized him. He was like, oh, Josh, kind of funny. I was like, oh, yeah, what's up? Fuck. I like,
1: <laughs> Cam, yeah, Cam's awesome. Um, yeah, sweet, I, awesome yeah, he, dude. Can we take a second and just talk about the moment where he's like, do you have any pictures of yourself? And he's like, "Yeah, I got a lot of pictures of myself, and it's all <laughs> the glam shots of William Zabka just jacked out with Sick. baby oil all Dude, guys, the his. His response, mullet, is unbelievable, unreal.
3: The baby oil line is so
0: good.
1: So yeah. so everywhere. <laughs> it's true. It does.
0: One of one of my best friends in the world, James Burke, uh, me and my friend group have." this relationship with him that everyone that's ever met him has the same relationship where you love him but god you hate him and his decisions and he's such a fucking doofus has he's so stuck in his ways and the moment we watched cobra kai both seasons one and two everything johnny lawrence does it's like oh my god it's james the the hash browns (laughs) the like not knowing the internet having a flip phone like all that stuff is so james like oh go on the dating app and what like what's he use google for hot babes it's like so embarrassingly (laughs)
1: whatever t-shirt contest this fucking season
0: (laughs) when he does the facebook message to ali and it's just a all caps block of like wall of text like yeah. our group thread was just blowing up just making fun of james <laughs> for for all of it and it's just like I, I forget the point that i was trying to make here for where I where, where, where i started james. this
4: yeah no, but, like, but
0: there was one like real like we were, where, talking we we're talking about the photos
4: we're talking about the baby photos. oh yeah. my
0: god so james is is on dating apps right now and he's he's always talking to us about like hey help me with my profile or what he's actually not doing that that's not true the women in our lives are like james we're gonna help you with your profile because this profile is all pictures of us when we were in like fucking high school when he was like Aww. skinny as sh- he was like 150 pounds lighter <laughs> it's just like <laughs> stop so when this happened the group thread was blowing up <laughs> Just these freaking johnny lawrence pictures of him in the 80s it's just so fucking good it was so so
4: that whole sequence was so great that whole sequence was great and this is back to where you know you know I don't I I think we kind of also just glossed over like Binkell being able to walk again which is <laughs> and then
2: really he gets cool. thrown Crazy. like into a wall like clearly onto his spine and you're like <laughs> yeah. what the fuck
4: yeah, yeah but yeah. Kevin I do want to point out that yeah that baby oil line was just such a Solid. great joke like that's Solid. just good fucking comedy Absolutely writing I laughed writing, so yeah. hard yeah Kevin, because we got to right. get you yeah. some new photos he's like. Well, i mean the baby oil you know it's really messy yeah. it's like we don't
2: have to take photos of baby oil. <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's the Scarpino line that yeah, is yeah
1: God, totally that's so hard that's so hard of that life.
2: <laughs> so
0: uh uh makuga sent kevin the video of his reaction to the kevin, end of did season edit? three kev i don't know why i can't
4: up. see i can't see the stream i don't know why i can't it's you can't see the really? stream anymore uh, like Once, let me be back Once I. Yeah, no, it's not. It's just in this infinite kind of that little loading, Kevin, where the two. Yeah,
2: mine too.
0: Huh. Oh God, this is That's forty-six so seconds. Yeah,
3: if you want to close it out uh, fully, Andy. and then I'm going to close back. out of Discord. Yeah. I'll
2: come
0: back in.
3: How do I do that? Wait, are you on a Mac?
1: Just shut down Discord and then come back. Come back into it. Do you it? have
3: to go to the dock and close? Well, let's it from see if there. it works
1: for Andy. All right.
3: It's working for me. <laughs> I can see it. Andy. Okay. There ba, we ba, go. Ba,
0: ba, yeah.
2: Ba, Wait, hold on. Let me start my video. Okay. There we go. All right, I'm back. Okay. Can you see, it? Does now, you see guys, it? Let me precursor it. Let me okay, precursor this it. real quick. I didn't know she was filming, uh, and I'm working out at the same time as I'm watching the oh, fuck, oh, fuck you. I, sure. love of I love it. I love it. Go ahead. Good. Ahead. <laughs> you wear the headband,
3: buddy? Oh yeah, you Use the sweat out.
1: This is so good.
3: Oh my god, that's a good moment, too.
2: Oh, damn it! Doing some leg raises, doing some leg raises. Here it comes, here it (laughs) comes.
1: (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 you, you, knew you got caught, my friend. <laughs> got I got caught totally got it.
0: caught.
2: You got I caught
1: totally feeling got caught. it.
2: Like Wait, I'm that was so,
0: so much better than I thought it was gonna be. Here it
5: comes.
0: That's great. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> you, did,
1: you did the exact, you did the exact same thing I did when I forgot my wife was in the room and that happened, and I started throwing karate blocks and looked over and realized she could still see me. You got so embarrassed, you punched your way through it.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, the moment right there. But you, you gotta finish it. You gotta whoo. finish.
1: You gotta so, go, man. You gotta commit. What the shorts I mean? are on point.
0: Hit me with a little haiku in review.
2: Seven syllables in the
0: middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If you're
4: not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review.
0: You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to write your review in haiku form just like Lily the Billy did. Tori and Robbie, new evil power couple. I'm calling it now. Jeremy Zuccarello, a.k.a. The Zook. The Zuki, Says, one hell of a show. Asthma, not in this dojo. Look at Johnny go.
3: <laughs> appreciate, the appreciate the rhymes. Always appreciate the rhymes.
0: Ignacio Rojas says, fucking love this show. The fights, the twists, it nails it. And that soundtrack, man. Whew, so true. Uh, Americo says, Johnny sweeps the leg, but that Miyagi-Do, doe. This ends with crane kicks. <laughs> I, I really hope that it does. I really hope that it does. Bro, when and he had the chance blue carter. carter. When he had the blueprint
1: for the crane kick, and I was like, that's how he knew he had the blueprint, yeah. Tim. It's so, the blueprint.
0: it's so dumb. I love it. Uh Chance Carter says the middle truth lies, but a simple truth remains. Cobra Kai. Never. Ever never. Does. He sleeps. He just leaves it. That's really fun. Uh, and then the last one I would want to do actually is Black Jack. Cobra Kai revived. Two dojos, creeds to live by. Robbie turns dark side. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Now it is time to rank the Karate Kid universe. Currently, number one, the Karate Kid. Number two, the Karate Kid part three. Number three, the Karate Kid part two. And number four, the next Karate Kid. I want to start it off here. I said earlier that Ask Me on the Day and the three seasons of Cobra Kai can go any which way. And I, I truly do stand by that. But I'm just going to start this by saying that I think Cobra Kai, all three seasons, are the top three. Wow. So we're ranking, just just for clarity, we're ranking
1: each season separately. We're
0: we're ranking them separately. We are ranking each season separately. That's really hard. We're just having the discussion for right now. I would say that that I I think Cobra Kai takes everything that makes Karate Kid special in every which way and only elevates it. And very little is lost from it not being a movie. And in fact, I think that season by season – they're all better than even the Karate Kid movie number one, which is a fantastic film.
1: I think I think an argument could be made. I think that the fact that this is a 10-episode arc of each season really, really helps the show. And I think this is just a lot more clever. But, here, I mean, this is not going to – man, I'm not going to take so much shit the comments. Of course, Nick's going to look like number one better. I just think you don't get here without number one. And I still think number one, Karate Kid part one, is just a classic and a very impactful movie. And I, I just, I can't see putting anything above it, but for sure, all Fergie seasons are better than the rest of the movies. Well, here's yeah. in my opinion.
3: Wait, Nick, real real okay. quick, Nick, Nick like, I, I think you're making the wrong argument. I agree that, that number one, I think it should still be on top, but I think what it does is everything the show does, but it doesn't in the compact form where it's like, it hits you with the feels, it hits you with the like crazy fight scenes that you're like, yes, moments. this is awesome. Yeah, the hype moments. So I just, I, don't know, I think that, that Man, should when, definitely Mr. Miyagi, number one. when Mr. Miyagi
1: comes up and says, show me sand the floor. And then it culminates with, hide, 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 hide. And he's just blocking like a motherfucker. He's like, I didn't even know I had that in me. That was, the, that was amazing. That was amazing.
2: Okay. Let me just, let me say this. Okay. It's sort of like, you know, my favorite so-and-so is this because it gave us Cobra Kai. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I understand, Nick. You know, it's it's uh, the best football game was from, like, 1951 because it was the first overtime game. They ran the ball, like, 600 times. I, that's not the football that we know, right? Karate Kid set the foundation. Yes, amazing movie. Yes, awesome. All of it set it. But I personally think Cobra Kai's 1, 2, and 3 are better than Karate Kid 1. I'm kind of with Tim on this one. If I was going to do anything, I would say that Cobra Kai Season 1, Cobra Kai Season 3... Karate Kid Part One, Cobra Kai Season Two. Oh,
1: this is gonna get really complicated. Let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. If I get outvoted on this, I won't be disappointed. I won't be like, "What?"
0: Well, so, so Nick, like to to go back to it, Eddie. I want to get to you in just one sec. But uh, with with what you're saying, and I know you like the original things, and I do think it's different here because Karate Kid One is actually, phenomenal. I think it's really good. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, I, so I, I, yeah, go ahead. Just, just real quick, like to to put this into Fast and Furious language. I know that a lot of people like talk shit about me always relating to fast and furious but certain things need to be And karate kid and cobra kai Mm. are one are something that definitely does cobra kai seasons one two and three are fast five six seven yeah and it's like that to me i'm just like there is something so fucking special there that yes we wouldn't have got there without the earlier ones but like it's just everything i like about it and i think that getting away from the fast and furious talk Mm -hmm. more just about cobra kai there's a comedy to Cobra Kai that really fucking works and an right. insaneness and a in on the jokeness yeah.
3: that
1: Karate yeah. Kid one just simply doesn't you're selling, have. you're selling me you're selling me on
3: this I, I think to Andy,
0: make- Andy I want to I want to hear, hear Andy Cortez's thoughts
4: I I, I would disagree there because I do think that Miyagi while being this incredible sort of you know role model to look up after and to learn from there are still lots of moment of levity between he and Daniel while they're starting to get to, to get to know each other. Um, I I understand why Nick says like oh the comments are gonna shit at me because I always do this thing where like oh you can't have the new ones without the old one so I like the old one more but the old one is just actually really fucking good like it's just it's an actually really good ass movie and so that's why I would probably put number one Karate Kid still at number one Tim um oh. yeah.
3: Sorry, I was just going to say to make this make way more sense, we're going to rate each season one at a time, right? So we're going to, mm-hmm. right now, we yeah. we should be having a discussion of where season one lands in the rating or the rating. Well, yeah, I
0: mean, we're about to, we're, yeah, we're going to vote on. Well, on I know, but so I'm, I'm saying, pretty, I just want to have an overall conversation yeah. about just. Where are we think about the whole, the whole thing. Yeah, ob- obviously,
4: obviously, movies two and three, like not good movies. I like part three because it was very entertaining and it was silly as shit and it was just bonkers. Um, but I will agree that yeah, I like seasons one through three better than the any uh, all
0: the movies except part one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay, let's let's jump to it. Season one. We're gonna we're gonna rank it. We're gonna say where we think it goes. Does anybody have anything to say before we start voting?
1: I think season one is the strongest season. I, I, I think that season three is more enjoyable, but I think season one start to finish has explores the themes the best. I think it's the most creative, and I think it's the most clever of all of them. So I would probably put that above all the other seasons. Me too. And I think I would put I would put it, I mean, I would put it at number two. I'm going back and forth between maybe that being number two and number one, but I still think karate kid part part one and then season one followed by probably season three and then season two.
3: Well, I see, this, this is where it's getting all muddy, where it's like we should just be talking about where season one ranks right now. And
1: okay, like season, season one, one for me ranks at number two. number
3: two for
1: me. Season one ranks at number two for me.
0: And you agree, Same I do. Same here. Makuga, you say it's number one above Karate Kid, like I do? Yes. So, Okay.
4: So the, yeah, top I say, season... bust out the notepad, sorry, I would have made a graphic. I just, I didn't really, it's okay. Uh, I probably, I wasn't listening when you told me how we were going to rank. It.
0: <laughs> so then uh, a lot's been going on uh, season two, anything people want to say? I quickly want to say that I think that season two will always be my favorite of the seasons specifically really? because of that end. Like okay, it all so builds up ridiculous. so well, and the final so episode is—it's I not mean, un- with the bull. Like it is so damn hype, and and I love that season two focused a lot more on the kids and the relationships and the Disney Channel original movie style. Fucking like, will they? Won't Break. they? And oh shit, they did, and Pumpkin all that said. stuff. I love that shit so much. Um, however, like currently where I'm at, I'm feeling three, two, one in, in terms damn. of because like oh. season three was just so impressive to me where we should be running out of gas on all of this and Netflix they really the budget like and, and the moment that like that really won me over was uh in in thinking the three is the best is uh hawk breaking dimitri's arm that yeah. was such a ruthless like oh my god they're degrassi they're going there type moment yeah. that i didn't expect i thought we were just going to keep getting more of the same and like miguel's uh incident was going to be the the like lowest the show ever gets in terms of like Tone. Characters like tone and all that stuff, yeah. and I was just shocked. And the way that it all pays off, I'm like, wow, they these motherfuckers know what they're doing. They're building something great. And yeah, the end of this was so great. I agree with Andy. The fight scene wasn't nearly as good as season two's end, but like it was incredible. It only, I'm only speaking negatively of it, negatively about it because seasons two was so amazing in the school. Yeah, I mean, Wait,
3: I'm sorry, you're talking about season the house three right fight, there, right?
0: i was talking about two and three i'll say the fight scene in two is just so 10 out of 10 perfect yeah that the christmas fight in three is just like it's like a nine out of 10 but it's not a 10 out of 10 so we talk about it we're like "Eh, it's not that good because we know what 10 out of 10 looks like right you know let's vote for two who thinks that season two of karate of cobra kai is better than the karate kid part one raise your hand You okay. start
3: at the bottom usually.
0: <laughs> well, let I me mean, start at the top there, Big Cat. Because
1: right now the rankings are... Everyone,
0: Kid, we, already said, we, we all already said it's above the other ones. Okay. No, we yeah. said that right now well, the
1: standing is Karate Kid Part 1 and then Season yeah. 1 is number 2. So right. we need to know if we need to know if Season 2 is better than you're Season right.
0: 1. You're, you're Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Sorry. Uh, is it better than Season 1? Raise your hand. I'm the only one. So that means it is number 3. Now let's... Right. Yeah. Here's, gets, the, the, here's I hear get, what you're saying, Greg, uh, Tim. Like the good,
4: final really fight is so goddamn good that it kind of, it kind of like you know brings up season two uh, quite a bit of notches for me. But I still think season one is just so great. And I was, it. You know, you got a good story and good characters. When I'm heartbroken by a character turn and yeah. Miguel turning bad at the end of season one really bummed me the fuck out.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, yeah. So I, season I, two I think, had so I, cruel
0: I,
1: summer. It, it did,
4: yeah. On. It really did. It Dude, sure did. Here's,
1: here's, here's yes. what gets interesting for me, because season two and season three are very close. Season two has that amazing fight scene at the end, but what it keeps coming back to me, and the thing I'll remember most about this series, and this is, of course, my just touchstone for it, is that hug between Johnny and Allie at the outside of the Encino Oaks Country Club, mm-hmm. where they both realize that it's time to move on. Right? Her in her own way because she's going through a divorce and Johnny because he's been holding on to this ideal of Allie for so long that he's been living in the past. To me, that moment, to me, the fact that they got Elizabeth Shue to come back, to me, the fact that she was just in it to win it from the get-go, put season three and the fact that, of course, the challenges again, we've come full circle. Now they're going to settle the score on the mat like they should have done from beginning with. I put season three just a little nudge ahead of season two. Me too.
2: And in, in for all the same reasons.
3: I actually so put tough it for about season one. I think there's so much that happens. You're a monster. I, 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 I mean, I, I love kidding. every. It's season. great. They're all great. They're all fucking yeah. great. But it's just season three rashes everything up to eleven, and it's like at any moment these fuckers are ready to throw down. And it's like what I want from Karate Kid. Like I want a Karate yeah. World, and that's what they're giving us with season three. There's <laughs> fucking a- alliances, oh, yeah, like, and people are the, the, getting revenge. The hostile
4: takeover of Cobra Kai. And the the sort of long storytelling of Terry Silver yeah, in Vietnam, so like cool. all of that stuff, is just so good, man. And and I'm just thinking about the final moments of Johnny Lawrence walking out with with Phil
0: Collins playing in the background.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna watch that scene again when we're oh, done.
0: I know, me too. The final
3: vote's on you, Andy. Wait for really season quick, two. Really, really quick, one more thing I want to add. It's not only that. It's like the fight we get with crew uh, with. Um, What's his name? Crease and uh, Lawrence. Uh, no, not Lawrence. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, La Lawrence R- turning both. into LaRusso and LaRusso doing the new technique. And like, was he going to kill him? Was he about to kill Crease? He was going to kill him, bro. He was like, going to kill him. It's wild.
0: <laughs> it's so the karate Andy, world. Andy, Kevin here's Brady. the thing in these voting, we've all voted now of where we're putting this. So the rankings currently stand Karate Kid, season three, season one. Ah, oh, fuck! I said that wrong. No, season one, Karate Kid. My notes are really fucked right now. Sorry, guys. It's Karate Kid, season one, season two. Andy, you are the de- deciding vote on season and three. Does it go above or below season one? So,
4: it's so tough above to say because, like, I didn't love two. the I didn't love the Japan trip more than I liked a lot of the stuff in season two. Oh, but on, the ending dude. of season three is so fucking good.
5: So good.
4: Um. I'm going to go with what have you done for me lately.
0: I'll go with season three over season two. Yes.
3: then <laughs> you never yeah. the way I want you that. to. All right.
0: Number one, Karate Kid. Number two, season three of Cobra Kai. Number three, season one of Cobra Kai. Number four, season two of Wait. Cobra Kai.
1: I thought we I thought we ranked season one at number two.
2: No, we we bumped three over it. We bumped yeah. three over we it. Okay, I apologize. It,
1: yeah. So so three is number d- Oh, God, this is so oh
4: I didn't realize that.
2: Is that I might way? have just totally fucked this up.
0: I think you I think, I think
1: original I so I think I, I think how it ranked. Yes. Just Nick take
0: is a right. Nick is Karate Kid right.
1: Karate Kid part right. One is number right. one. Yeah. Cobra Kai season one is number two. Cobra Kai season three is number three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Cobra Kai season two is number four. And four. then who yes. gives a shit about the rest of the movies? And then three, yes. two,
0: four. That yeah. is correct. I apologize. I was doing this, this on right. the fly at yeah, this my in review thing has like 10 different franchises I get it. In one, like, <laughs> ranked, and it is a disaster so, I karate Kid
2: part out. one cobra kai season one cobra kai season three cobra kai season two right. karate kid three
1: mm-hmm. and then That's karate kid two, two and then four. karate kid hillary swank the, the return Cut. of swank yeah, yes, yes. Yes. America. Yes. I appreciate I Swank, all of you. I want Swank to come in with her own dojo at like season oh, 5. I want, cool everyone. That I would be unbelievable. Hawk. I want the hawk. And to come it's in. called like Falcon or what what the hell was hawk. the damn bird called? Had a hawk. hawk. Oh, yeah, it had a name. Be Hawk's
0: mom, dude. Ah! watch should be Hawk's mom. Ah! That would be unbelievable. <laughs> you hear that echo? <laughs> that was a dope echo, dude. Oh. That was insane. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for joining us on this journey, this amazing karate journey. Karate is life, everybody. We will return for uh, Cobra Kai Season 4 when it inevitably happens. Uh, But until then, remember, In Review continues on. So many more franchises this year, starting next week with Edgar Wright In Review and John Wick In Review. Until next time, Makuga, where can people find you?
2: At Josh McCuga, Twitter and Instagram. And the Good People Association launching in two weeks. There we go. What's the date? Do you have a date? It's going to be Monday, January 18th. Be there or be square. Until next time. (laughs) Cobra Kai never dies. Yes.